חמש, ארבע, שלוש, Hi, moms. We're not very formal here. I don't care. <laughs> What, come on. This is on the fucking internet. Who This cares? isn't a network. Yeah. First of all, I'd like to say I, my lipstick is uh, out there in the world. I've been wearing red lipstick since I was 13 years old, and I have finally made my own brand, my own color. The formula is impeccable. Uh, buy it on YMHstudios.com or on my website. It's tremendous. It just, it's from Italy. It's fucking rad. Italy. Italy. Um, also come see me do stand-up. Uh, I had to cancel one night in DC. I'm, but I'm coming back, coming back November 3rd, one night at the DC improv. And then November 4th and 5th and Jew dork titties at Caroline's one night in Biloxi, Mississippi at the Beau Rivage <laughs> resort and casino. It's so French sounding. Eh? Nin- uh, November 19th, Ben Salem at the parks casino. And then Donya beach in uh, December 2nd, 3rd. And then proceeded P online.com for tickets. Uh, Now, uh, this is a very unique episode. Uh, with me is Nick Simmons. He is... Uh, oh, look at that old photo. Jesus. Uh, don't you love... Oh, you're so cute. Oh, I can't wait for the look how he aged comments I again. Know. Once again, they'll be like, wow, he really put him through there. Look at that gray. Look this gray well, how hair. How old were you when you did the show? Family? It was to- like... family. Yeah. And it, God forbid my dad do anything that's not a metaphor for his dick and balls. <laughs> God forbid. God forbid he named something, you know, that's not a reference to that. <laughs> that's where the cash is. I mean, Literally. look, this is the house that farts built. And in comedy, it's either dick or farts. Yeah. So you make your choice. And oh, your no. Yeah. My, chose my college degree is definitely dick funded. <laughs> that's for sure. <sighs> If you haven't figured it out, son of Gene Simmons of the band Kiss. If you don't know who that is, you better fucking get your whole life. Or they're just young people. Or they're just 12. <laughs> yeah. Arguably, like, the gr- biggest... rock band one of yeah yeah but i, I mean they still worship this i mean they're they worship the stones and beatles so i don't think they would take so that. they won't yeah. okay they wouldn't put themselves in that level no but but everybody of, else yeah everybody else fuck them all yeah fuck them all and and kind of like bonkers bananas fame and i believe i i heard or read somewhere that your father was like really the first person to merch or just was like a genius at merching out and licensing he, he was and, it's funny because i've seen like the culture kind of change around that where in the 90s when i was a young guy he got a lot of flack for like selling out right and now nobody gives a fuck about that no like everyone's like oh get your money good yeah, yeah. streaming doesn't pay like please <laughs> yeah make some merch and like they used to you know the it was frankly it was the Gosh. crowd that i was in like the indie rock crowd was like you know don't yeah, do same. commercials don't, and now the black keys are in every car commercial yeah. in the world and no one gives a shit and it's great well yeah it was always about not selling out like in the punk rock thing and yeah. but then those guys aged and they and made they were like oh i want to like feed my family so yeah. they so they're like we should make t-shirts maybe yeah. <laughs> and, and the fans were like yes we want some t-shirts please yeah, yeah and they're happy to have it and also like um you you want to support your favorite granted bands. he takes it to extreme that's a birdhouse <laughs> i mean this is a little it's a little bit much do you know his like his it's famous so I, he's not here to say the thing he says every time so i'll say it do you know his little quote about his merch no okay this is i'm gonna go to therapy again but this is uh <laughs> he goes he says this every time he says we have kiss condoms and kiss caskets we'll get you coming we'll get you going 
and then God, I, that's so good. I go like this. <laughs> I go like this. Yeah. And I, I, I take a deep breath. Yeah. And I go, that's your dead. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I had you here today because <laughs> I think, I mean, I grew up, we both grew up in Los Angeles. I grew up uh, on the, on the other side of things, watching celebrities, kids being friends with celebrities, kids. So I kind of get it. And now that I'm raising two little ones in this crazy business too, I wanted to have you on and just have your experience of everything. So I know when you say that line coming yeah. and going, like they're I know about, they're going to quote all your stuff too. Believe me, they'll be oh, interviewed. Fucking they'll be like, Oh, my mom used to say, you know, FGD, RTD all the time. And, yeah. And now I'm in high school and my friends are like, Hey, what's up with your mom? Like, Oh no. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. We have a bad digital footprint too. We have a pretty gnarly. Oh, you got some 90s footprint. words in there. Shit. Um, but I imagine like that phrase, cause it's funny cause it resonates, it, it hit me in a gross chord too, because my dad is hypersexual no, I, as I well. Remember. Yeah, long time listener. I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> he's up a on, mommy, just so you know. He's. A, <laughs> I'm up on all the lore. Like I know it all. <laughs> he's a he's a solid hardcore mommy. So I you would know consider everything. myself a cool guy. <laughs> Harmless. Cool guy. You're not a cool guy. So, but like, oh. is that is it more of that? Like your dad is known for being a coxman. I mean, or, he cultivated that on purpose. Like it, his his whole thing is like revenge of the nerds. Like he was a that's the best. He was an immigrant, right? Made. He would. Yeah. It was like he didn't speak English well, and he moved to New York at like ten from Israel, and then he and I think you know Paul's story is kind of the same. It was like, uh, you know, they were kind of like these Jewish kids in New York, and they weren't weren't like necessarily that cool, and then the band worked out. So they, oh, that's him in drag. He played he played a uh, drag queen in a movie once. He played in a movie called Never Too Young to Die. I love it. Which is great. And like really at a time where, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, David Bowie wore makeup and everything, but this was so unique. It's funny because he's such a dad too about that. He's like, oh, men shouldn't look like that. I'm like, hey, you look like that. Like you did it. <laughs> so he's very macho. It, uh, he's such a paradox because he's very, he's like kind of a square. And yet his image is kind of this sort of like 80s yeah. hedonist guy. So it's like he's both things at once. And I just think that most of it is a character. He's actually kind of just like a nerdy guy. But don't you think maybe like maybe that's why he can play. I'm sorry, why he can be God, nerdy at home is Fuck because me. he plays out these fantasies on the public stage. Yeah, you know? I think he wanted to, he always yeah. wanted to live in a like live in a fantasy yeah. world. He looked up to all these guys and then he it actually worked out. So people crazy. were yes ending him for, you know, 40 years. So. <sighs> We were talking, Tom was talking about this when we met backstage. He was like, yeah, if, if you're that famous from like 22, you can't be like a normal person. No. That's insane. Oh, go back up. Hold on. Look, there's a baby picture of me on the right, top oh, right. There. Oh my God. Look at that one. God. Look at my t-shirt. Oh my God. It's my t-shirt says my daddy. <laughs> That's my favorite photo. Fuck. How yeah. surreal. Yeah. I mean, does that even... I mean, for you, it's normal, right? Like you look at that. I was pretty sheltered up until a certain age. I didn't like go on tour. With, I'm I'm going on tour with them this week because it's their last go. Oh. So it's like a bonding experience. So we, I jump on with them a few times this year. But uh, I didn't do that as a kid. Never. Like, I was in school. I didn't miss school ever. Yeah. And so you, they were like very adamant that I don't uh, be weird in Hollywood too early. Yeah. So I didn't really get it until like late teens, early 20s, I think, when the how show did, kicked in. So that's a really interesting... So how did they keep you... Cause, no, I just went to school and like played with other kids on the weekends. That's that was that okay. Yeah, just so that like means... they didn't overthink it. They were just like, let's not take him to, you know. I will say we did go to the Playboy Mansion a lot, <laughs> but, but, 
But um, what? But there's like they didn't know there was like family friendly events like Fourth of July and Easter where like everyone brought their kids and they did Easter egg hunts and there's so no like, like nudity. Yeah, there was no like people running around naked. There was just like so funny. Just a big house with oh god, fuck me. That's so funny. Oh, That's where my parents. My parents met there. That's where my parents. My mom was Playmate of the Year in like '86 or something, and she was dating half at the time. And then dad was dating Diana Ross at the time. And they met on the front lawn at the Midsummer Night's Dream party. And I go to therapy. Yeah. I, I was going to say, <laughs> it's, it's, it is surreal. It's, it's a wild life to hear you say that. Oh, that's George. So, because I, oh my God, your mom's obviously gorgeous. That's but, nice. So, huh, okay. Yes, because I, so growing up in LA too, I, by the time I was 13, I was like smoking cigarettes and in the nightclubs because my parents were not paying attention, but somebody was paying attention. It sounds like mom was Oh mom. no, they were pretty, I didn't have a fake idea. I waited until I was 21 to ever have a sip. Yeah. And I didn't really, yeah, partake at all. No. I never really smoked. I don't, I, I uh, you know, I'm not, my, my dad's totally sober his whole yes, life. Yes, yes. I won't claim that. Um. I probably won't say more because he'll get mad at me, but... Does he expect you to be straight edge? Like, to yes. Yes. Yeah. And he... I've told him this. Or there's no secrets. This is not a secret. But he will block it out. Like, he won't. Yeah. I'll go like, yeah, when it became legal, I tried weed. And he's, he, he's like, that didn't happen. And he just kind of forgets. And mom was like, uh, don't try Coke. It's overrated. And she's like... <laughs> she just tells me like, yeah, I did LSD. It was kind of scary. Don't do that. Uh, weed's all right. And she would just give me the rundown. And that worked for you? They just didn't talk to me like a kid. They kind of just were like, they talked to me like a person most of the time. Yeah. I mean, the old man, he did this thing with me even at a young age where he was like making me a deal with me. It's like everything, like he can't not be a business guy. That's hilarious. So he goes like, I'll make you a deal. <laughs> if you do your best at school, oh you get good grades and you, you show up and you don't do drugs, you can stay out as late as you want. Is that wow. a deal? And he would like shake my hand. And I was like eight and I'd be like, I don't know what <laughs> contracts are, but okay, sure. And that kind of worked because it, did, it felt like I wasn't being, I was a contrarian. I was like, if you tell me to do something, I want to do the opposite. So the deal, that, so the this deal is was a like, strategy. Oh, I was, I was participating. I was like, cool, I agree. And like, I was, Ooh, and really I that? had no choice, but That's it was good. a good trick. And, but he did that at eight years old. So that's so, pretty young. Yeah. I don't remember if it was exactly early. Eight. Cause I tell my children now, like. Drugs are bad. Smoking's so uncool. Like don't. they didn't even say bad. They were just like, here, here's what can happen. It's dangerous. And they they just kind of level. They were like brutal honesty all the time. Yeah. And uh, they just didn't. They never did the because I said so thing. Yeah. By the way, all this advice is assuming you guys think I turned out well. <laughs> so if you don't think I turned out well, don't follow any. This is how you make me. So <laughs> well, the grain of salt is like, well, she thinks I turned out all right. I think so, you did. I mean, like, you, look, how old are you? 33. You're 33 years old. Have you been to rehab? No. Okay. That's uh, it, huh? That's a pretty low bar. That's, well, <laughs> well in, in LA, I honestly, in, yeah, I know, in, in, I know. in growing, you and I, we know we both grew up in a crazy city. If you made it through the, the celebrity childhood without being in a rehab facility or a yeah. mental facility yeah like you know i think you did okay or your no, parents a few of my, a few did of my okay. graduating class had to go through a couple of those things of yeah. course because yeah. show business is not normal it's not a, a great place for kids to be um it not alone los angeles a fucking why would i duck away from the mic to burp on i know this show? you're like, here this is I, a safe space what am i doing yeah god 
Is he a mommy or not? Fucking, <laughs> How do you call yourself so ashamed a mommy? Of yeah, you should be. Right. Save it. Where's that other mic? What are you doing? Oh, the fart mic? They won't let no, me do it. No, fart mic. They won't they let won't me do let... it. Hold on. He Who's the boss around here? Look, it's, we got a, you know, there's not, just not a lot of inputs in here. It's like we're all filled they up. They don't like that's it. All, I feel like that's Tom's voice coming out of him. <laughs> yeah. They won't have inputs in here. We should Who really forbid it? Is it in Oh, smart Chad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like, a conspiracy. It like it did so well, and then he's like, <laughs> "Oh, we can't do it." Like one day, it just disappeared. I like when it took the wind out of Tom's sails because Tom would be in the middle of a story. <laughs> that's why. And that's, that's my why favorite. There's but no that's my yeah. Like. It's like the interrupting a sneeze thing. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. It, he would he would be like, yeah. and then and you go hold on, and he would go, <laughs> like he do that face he does where he goes dead in the eyes and he kind of goes. <sighs> yeah. That was great. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Where was I? Yeah. Like, he hates the interruption. The contempt. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. He I'm like, telling a story. How dare you interrupt? If you're going to cough, Tom. please leave the room. Yeah, if you're going to cough. God. <laughs> <sighs> so, okay. So you have siblings, right? Yeah. I have a younger sister. And how is she? Normal? She's like dad. She's like never tried anything and she doesn't party and nothing. Man, see. And she's like killing it. She's a songwriter and she's charted in Canada. She almost nominated for a Juno Award. That's crazy. She's like doing songs with famous people and shit. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, but your dad, when I met him, we met at the comedy store and he was like, I asked him, I was just, I asked, I asked, him, asked him, him, I was like, would you ever marry your mom? And he was like, you'll never get it past me. Never. And I, I asked him, I was like, what's your life? Like, what is it? What's it like being the great Gene Simmons? And he just goes, oh, God. he goes, well, Christine, I made a deal with my mom. I wouldn't do drugs. Yeah, and, that's the deal. And she that's, helped me. That's or where he got she it from. supported me. Yeah. And I loved that idea that he's a sober she said, dude. She said, like, even though she was from, like, she's from Israel, she didn't know anything about American culture, but she had a very kind of shockingly liberal attitude for, like, a small town immigrant, you know, Holocaust survivor. She was like, look, do whatever you want. Don't hurt anybody and don't do heroin was basically the deal. Yeah. Like, don't do, don't get wasted. And then you can stay out of the lady you want, be in a band, whatever you want to do is fine. Wow. And dad was like, pretty good deal. I mean, yeah. And so that's what he did to me. He did the same speech. And I was like, it's a it pretty works. good deal. I mean, like, as a kid, when you're developing and you're kind of a teenager, you're like, oh, so you'll never like get involved in like the dating. You'll let me see whoever I want and hang out with whoever I want as long as I'm safe and not wasted. That's the deal. I think I can. And he's like, such a good he, he even idea. said, like, go to the parties where they're doing it. Just don't you do it. Hang out. I don't care where Could you, you drink? go. drink? Alcohol was off? He said, don't do it. Don't yeah. even drink. Yeah. And that fucking worked. Dang. Uh, that's such a good. But he, like, the deal was too good. He was, Damn. and he was also like, his threats were real. Like, if I, if, if I fucked up, he'd take it all away. So mm. it was like, uh, he followed through. Speak softly, carry a big stick mm-hmm. kind of thing. So when you fucked up, what would he take away from you? I mean, it would just, you know, we'd ground it and stuff, but he he's such a scary voiced dude. So like, you know, yeah. to a little kid, he seems gigantic and invincible when you're a kid. Now I'm bigger than him. But yeah. <laughs> but um, he was like, he would do this thing with an apple. I don't know if he, so like he would never hit us, but he would say that. So he'd be like, I would never hit you. <laughs> he would like, <laughs> you know, I would never lay hands on you. So this is, he put an apple on the table and he would smash it with his bare hand and it would explode. Whoa. <laughs> and I, to me, that's like a feat of strength that is impossible to fathom as a little kid. So I was like, and he goes, that's the head of someone who ever hurt you and whatever. And like that, or he would be like, that's what you make me do, but I would never do it to you. So I'm going to do it to this. <laughs> that's 
That's wild. But you seem very. I'm not. I'm not straight. But it's like he he gave me a within reason kind of. Yeah, he showed a, you. He don't sh- be a wasteoid, basically. He, yeah, and he showed you who's boss, and, which is the role of dad is to but show in, you. If if I didn't like really fuck up, that kind of tone of voice would never appear. He was super affectionate all the time, very huggy and stuff. He's a really good dad. He was like a, you know, questionable husband, but a good dad. <laughs> like really good. <laughs> you, you can't, Elizabeth, you can't be all things to all people. You can't no. do it all. It and, doesn't work. You know, there's a whole odyssey. We kind of, we kind of went into it with Drew, but I, I'll go into it again if you want. I mean, uh, you know, he was philandering for like a bit there and seems like the only ones who didn't know were me and mom and Soph. Wow. Like we, he just, he's such a good dad. And when he's home, he is present. Like he's totally present and it's clear the affection is real. Yeah. So when we found out there was like groupie situation, we were like, everybody else thinks this is like, duh. Like, <laughs> look at the way he presents himself. And we like, we thought it was the character. Like, we, he's going to work. He's got to do this to sell. Yeah. Merch and and uh, and he we're like, oh, so house. he's actually partaking once in a while. And I think the thing that kept mom around after the whole thing is like he didn't have other relationships. He was just getting his ego boost. Mm. And so not that it, it was okay with her by any means. She was not stoked. But yeah. But, uh, and then she did this thing, which is like, she's the toughest biatch in the world. Like she, she, uh, you know, when they, it came out, she decided to let the show film it, like let the show film like their marriage, maybe not going, sorry, their relationship at that point, not marriage, maybe not continuing. And she was like, I'd rather we film it than TMZ get the scoop. I'd rather be in charge of the scoop. So she just like, let's do it. Film, roll the tape. We'll see what happens. And people think it was fake. People think we faked the whole <laughs> drama. And I was like, it's the one thing we fucking didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because those shows are so produced, but you can't they fake They try. I mean, me and that. my mom really almost a lot of times refused to be faked. But uh, yeah, it's they wanted to like, it, it, we, we compromised on like situational improv. Where I was like, if you're going to surprise me, don't tell me. So at least I'm not acting. Like if you're going to arrange something, don't tell, just keep <sighs> me ignorant. So, so all my reaction is real. And then tell me later. Yeah, I remember them doing that shit to us on Road Rules. Like, guys, come on in, and then um, oh yeah, we have that in common yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, reality, Odd reality shows. show past. <laughs> I know. So, oh, so you're gonna meet the crocodile guy for the first time? Pretend like you. I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. Everyone knows Just, this is fake. But like, also, Who cares? You could. I mean, there there was one where like my car was towed, and they arranged that. But oh. I, but they didn't tell me. So my my freak out that my car was towed for the first time as I was getting my learner's permit was real. Oh god. And then they after the fact they were like, hey, we got it. Your car's around the corner. You're fine. And I was like, mother. So it was like being on Punked yeah. all the time. Are you friends with Ozzy Osbourne's kids? No, it's weird. I've actually never. Should be, right? I've been in the same room with them a bunch of times, but I've never met them. Oh, how weird. Um, yeah, and dad and Ozzy kind of know each other. I think Sharon's not a fan of my mom for whatever reason. Oh, okay. She's I think they had some Twitter that. beef or something. I don't oh, really. I don't know. It's damn. worth a Google. But, uh, Metal I think mom ma- shit. I think dad said something about us not doing drugs. And referenced oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. some of that. And then Sharon was like, you fucking bitch. And mom was like, I didn't say anything. Why are you yelling at me? So great, I dude. think she said something along the lines of like, shove them back up your cooch or something. <laughs> like me and my sister. Yeah, shove them oh, back. I get it. Sharon, I always remember this episode where but we like, have no, I have no beef with them. They're no, cool. why like, would you? No. She gave her daughter the fish finger. What? Um, yeah, where she would put her finger in her vag. What? And then wipe it on her kid's upper lip, the fish finger. And it was, I, it stuck with me. God forbid we have a sense of uh, our, <laughs> our raising being a little better. God forbid we say anything about that. 
Yeah, clearly it's <laughs> clearly it's apples and oranges. I mean, I laughed. I, I still think about it because I'm like, I'm not. I don't, I don't think, think I would I'd... ever stop crying. That's yeah. the worst thing I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> I don't think I'd come back from it. Man, but your I, mother? I know. It was wild. Doing dude. that? That's horrific. It's so wild. So, no beef. No beef. All good fish fingers. So Jesus. I do admire. I, look, any woman that can put up with the rock star husband. I mean, any show business family, it's it's entirely different. Especially like you said, not being told no for that many years. No, I mean, you talk, you just talk so about like fucking crazy those those celebrities you guys profiled on YMH, like the TikToks, yeah. McConaughey, his way of speaking. They're all yeah. weird, and it's yeah. not because they're born <laughs> weird. So I think weird. it's like that's what happens to your brain. Yeah, when you your our brains are not evolved to handle no. that much attention. I don't like we're, it. We're evolved for a small tribe. Yep. And maybe we get to be the leader. Yeah. But like millions of people all the day, all day long, like sucking your dick all the time. Like you're going to be a little weird at the end of the day. Yeah. All and those guys who are normal. at that level are bizarre. Yeah. And my father's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And you know what too with the, um, I was talking to somebody who was like, you know, you have to find a vice in life. Everyone's got a release valve somewhere and your dad stayed sober miraculously, but maybe that was the yeah. one release valve. It's like everyone chooses. Oh, he was addicted to the ego boost of chicks. Chicks want me now. And I used to be a nerd and now I'm not. Oh, so man, it's like, it's not I hard to understand it. really. I totally get it. I get it. And you know what? I mean, I don't like that he was, well, he wasn't married, well, she, but he was with your No, mom but they were, we were children. together and we were born. Yeah. It was the whole thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, she was like, why didn't you just tell me we would have worked something out? Like yeah. I could have been out there. Like, yeah, she could I'm have been viable. Doing like, it. you know, I got people knocking on my door and I say no. Like, why didn't you just tell me? Yeah. We'll talk about it. We're married. Like, or we're, you know, we live together. We have children together. Yeah. She was like, just, I, I don't hate, you know, what you need. <laughs> I hate the lying and the bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Fucking evolved. But he's, uh, so she gave him that ultimatum where she was like, uh, I'm not going to drag you in the press. I'm not going to yeah. like go after your money. We're going to be friends. It's going to be fine. We'll have an amicable breakup or you can marry me. One of the two. And or we can and we can do this for real. And I get all your passwords. <laughs> and and, uh, and she did that because she knew that if she was like, I'm going to take you for all your worth, she'd never really know if he chose to stay that he stayed because she liked, you know, he liked her or because yeah. he was afraid of consequences. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to take the consequences off the table. You're free. You got a free pass. Which do you choose, me or groupie life? Choose. And I'm not going to, you know, I won't hold it against you. And he proposed wow. on air on the show. Oh my god! And I was like, I thought that was really. She's the patience of a saint because I wouldn't have done that. I would have been like, "Fuck you!" Like, I know it's so tricky though when you have children. I think she had to know. She wanted to know if he actually yeah. wanted to be there. Well, yeah, that's the thing is you want to be wanted. You don't want to be there because of obligation or whatever. It's a that's a huge. Your mom's a, a pretty enlightened. That's tough. Being. I mean, Jesus. but that's like she had to mean it. She had to like, I'm literally not gonna punish you for your bad behavior because I want to know that you're staying for the right reasons. So I have to test this. I have to yeah. find this out. And did he, did they get into counseling or like, did he get help? Yeah, actually or? my therapist now was their marriage counselor. They don't go to her anymore. And I go to her alone now every week because I have some things. What? So let's go through that. I have some things. This is about you. I mean, this is really about you. I have and some things. Yeah. Like what, so what's the big I don't know if you want to share. No, I'll share whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, I'm open book. what's your what's what's the beef? Like, what's the because because from the outside in, I'll tell you, as as I, I imagine most people who don't grow up in Los Angeles, they'll look at your life and go, 
you know, this guy's, he's right. got money. He's got the looks. His mom's a model. He's got the looks. He's got, the yeah. The fattest I've ever been in my <laughs> life. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like It's just this... distributed evenly because I'm tall. It's in no. there. It's like a condom full of walnuts. No. It's, like, it's really, it's, it's, it's expanding slowly. It's happening. <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, people are like, and I used to think that way too. You know, I, I was a huge Howard Stern listener for many years. And you're always like. You guys like, are my Howard. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I was always like, you know, why would anybody be sad who has a lot of money or fame? And then you're like, oh, it's, uh, oh, because now, now that we have money. And For the human condition. Fame. Yeah, yeah. Like you, I look at my crazy neighbors and I'm like, oh, you guys are just as fucked up as we are. Yeah. And everyone's I'm not sad. Up. Like I, I'm actually, I live a pretty charming life. You don't life seem and sad. And I feel pretty good yeah. most of the time. But it, I, my problem usually is like, uh, I don't know, usually liberal guilt, basically. And yeah. it's like, uh, but you're a Jew, I, right? So there's that. that's a huge pass, right? Nadav? <laughs> yep. We love hating ourselves. Yeah. yeah we love a, feeling bad. So, but the, you're a marginalized group. Doesn't that count? You're not just a white guy. Oh yes. I can gather my victim currency. Yeah. Yes, that's good. And I'm a woman. I'm marginalized too. So we get a pat in the new world. The robots won't come for us. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I feel guilty for being, you know, my, my therapist phrased it this way. She goes like, let's say you're like sitting on the bus and the guy next to you like wins the lottery. Like you'd have a moment where you're like, God damn it, I wish that was me. But you'd also be like, you know, good for you. Like, and he decides I'm going to quit my job and just live. I'm going to pursue a passion maybe. And I'm going to chill and like manage my money correctly. And I'm just like, I don't have to struggle as much anymore. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be like this piece of shit. It's like, no, you're like, that's what I would do if I want to learn. So she goes, that happened to you. You were born into a wealthy family. You got a leg up in the world and your life is good. Uh, why are you beating yourself up because your life is good? Mm. You hit you you were lucky. And yeah. being lucky is an amoral th- it's not good or bad. It's just, just you were just is. lucky. So don't be an asshole yeah. <laughs> to people and just be lucky and it's fine. And just don't be a dickhead. Oh my God, yeah. I was thinking this today. Yeah. It's so crazy you say that because I was thinking I was walking through my neighborhood and I was looking at these crazy like nice houses and people with crazy hedges and shit. And I was like, I imagine my older boy, Ellis, rebelling and being like, fuck this place, mom. Just <laughs> fucking, you guys are rich. Fuck your money. And I remember, I, and this, I had this imaginary dialogue where I was like, Ellis, there's a lot worse problems in life than like, oh, I'm too rich. I'm too lucky. Good yeah. looking. And my parents loved me. It's like, but how do you, you know, you want to convey that to a kid. Well, it's also like, it's a little selfish to like, have the thing everybody wants. In, in some, at least in a superficial way, to have a lot of things that people want by luck and then not appreciate it because you feel guilty. Like that is in that itself kind of selfish. Yeah. Because like, wait a second, you got the thing that I'm working hard for and you're not even enjoying it? What an asshole. Yeah, fuck like, you, enjoy just it. Just so relax. It's not more, it's not a moral issue. It's, no. a, it's a moral issue if you're a selfish asshole and you never helped anyone in your life and, you've, and you're, you're an asshole about it yeah. and you walk around like you own the place. I've met those kids. Yes, yeah, so have I. I've met those kids of people. And uh, they think that not only do they have this stuff, but they, they deserve it. Like they think yeah, they, they're cunts. I, I not only, do, I mean, I was always going to have this cause I'm the shit. And that to me is like my nightmare to become it's that my person. Too. So I hope I'm not that person. Most well, it of the sounds time. like because your parents were grounded. Is that they're immigrants? Uh, I mean, they were poor for a lot. Yeah. My, my grandmother worked in a sweatshop and she was in, I think both Auschwitz and Ravensburg. Oh my God. When she was about 14. Oh. And so that's who raised dad. So, and, she, and that's why he is successful, okay? 
There's a there's a sad story he always tells me that'll make oh. you misty if you want if you want. He it. is successful man because of <laughs> strife and struggle. No strong fucking like bull. pussy. Strong like bull. <laughs> That's what's up. Cockroach DNA. It's yeah, that basically. fucking cockroach. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Tell the Will story. Will to power. Yeah. Nietzsche. Yes, uh, Nietzsche. We have a, we have a lot in common. I also also minored in philosophy. And, you did. Yeah. I didn't submit the paperwork, so it's not on my degree, but I did all the classes, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll chat about that. Oh, we'll do it. Off yeah. mic, because no one's I wrote one's an article about stand-up comedy and philosophy for HuffPost once. You did? Yeah. I was doing some writing after college, and it didn't really pay, but... It doesn't. Yeah. No, I wrote an article now. before Louis had his whole thing. I did an article about how his bits take Immanuel Kant oh. and a bunch of other things and translate it into a pop culture medium and yada, yada, yada. Kant. Kant was Everyone Kant. just tuned out. Everyone was like, "No one cares." Well, well, you know why? Because Kant is not a sexy philosopher. The a lot of philosophy isn't very sexy. Yeah. No, Sartre Nietzsche's, is the only sexy. Nietzsche and Sartre are sexy. Yeah. Or but, Camus. Uh, yeah. Kant is just a fucking Kant. The absurdists are sexy. The rest of them the are kind of like yes, boring. In the French. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But back to you. Sorry. Back to you, because you're more interesting than those Kants. Yeah. Um, yes, and and also I think I do think it takes maturity on like, at least on my part. Um, to realize like, oh, people that have more stuff than me aren't inherently bad or evil. Yeah, it's, or... it's hard not to take other people's luck personally. Yeah. It doesn't actually, uh, it's like, it's another form of narcissism, right? It's like, yeah. every, they want an Oscar and that's about me somehow. Yeah. It's not, it's not. That's just another person and you're another and, person. And I think too, it really brings to light just the harshness of reality on earth. And yeah. I think right now we're in an, a time where people and are how really, unfair it is. It's all really it unfair. It is really unfair. And, but we're in a time where we're trying to equalize things. Yeah. I don't even know if that's really possible. <laughs> I think it's the, the constantly inching towards making things fair is just the state of being, that's, you don't stop trying. You never reach the goal. It's like, uh, yeah. Zeno's paradox. You don't quite yes. reach the end. Another philosopher. Hey, 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 high five. Yeah. Eh. Nerd and, talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, but I think I think that's the a good place to be. Just trying to make it fair every little bit. The <sighs> problem is that uh, throwing a tantrum when it's not fair. It's like it's never going to be fair. It's, it's never called going human to be. nature. I mean, like think about any society that's started off with like a utopian idea of fairness and what happened it's always Soviet been pretty Union, bad yeah. russia communism well, we can actually make it fair forever and it's like, that's <laughs> cool i don't think that works people but, forget about that whole thing i mean but, but case by case God. i think you can do it like you can go okay this happened to this person that's unfair let's help yeah. them help that let's per, try whoever that is yeah gosh that is i never thought of it that way too of like I think if I grew up in your shoes, I would just assume that people didn't like me. I would be oh, like, "Oh, I definitely assume that." Yeah, you'd be like, "You must hate me because." I mean, I had I two reactions to the show. One was like, I got really, you know, a teenager. I was an, an a child. I was an idiot. Yeah. I think I also. How old were you when that was gone? Sixteen up oh until like twenty three or four. Oh my god! Yeah. So it's like oh, I don't no. think I think also I stayed a child longer because of that. I think sure. mentally, so I really wasn't uh, equipped to handle that attention so i got immediately so i was like i felt kind of awkward in high school and then the show aired and i immediately felt like a sea change of my status and cool and it i was super high on the positive feedback people were calling me cute and you know <laughs> saying like, there was like a commercial about me on a e where they were like spotlight on nicks and there was like a whole commercial about what a dreamboat i was and then like so that is not weird. but that's it's not so healthy weird. that's not like it's good not good a teenager can't handle that because no. like a, a nice word at, at the locker from a girl you like will make you freak the hell out at that age. So combine that with you're on television 
and I got a little, I got this much attention. Yeah. Imagine like Aaron Carter and like and the kids drugs. who got, well, yeah, yeah I didn't actually, I didn't up. mention that name for any reason, but that's actually a good yeah, example. They're all messed up because it, it is, I was watching Terminator 2. Do you remember? Yeah, Furlong. He was in Detroit Rock City, the movie about, Oh, yeah. He's so He did a scene with my mom in that movie. Oh, he did? I mean, he was so... I remember being in love with him, and it was inappropriate, because I was like 16, and I think he was like 13 when that movie came out, and being like... No, but like, he was cast as a dreamboat with like flippy hair, and uh, that was the whole thing. And then of drugs, Damn of course. pedophiles in Hollywood. Uh, okay. yeah, big right? pedos. Seriously. That shit's real, dude. Oh, I know. They're I've, so I've, fucking gross. I haven't seen anything... <laughs> Criminal, but I, I, I've felt the vibe sometimes yeah, around you know some it. of these people. Well, because Hollywood is based on exploiting. A look at him. Yeah, well, like that's a kid, and they had him God. do a photo shoot like that. It's so weird. Yeah, it's hyper. And then you know he's he's talked about how weird it made him feel. In public, look at I think. him, poor guy. I mean, you can't yeah, handle I think, that. I think he's all right now. I think there was I like a whole so. thing where he talked about whatever. But um, he was a I don't huge know actually. Star. Yeah, it's not normal. So he did a scene with my my mom in Detroit Rock City. My mom played this like vixen that came on to him, which again, think about that. Like I grew up, my mom playing vixens. Uh, so how yeah, does that, so let's talk about that. There she is. So let's talk about that because, the, you know. That's my mom. Yeah. Making out with Edward that's, Furlong. That's my mom. That's Edward Furlong. Sick. Don't Google my mom too much. She was, a, she was in Playboy. Let's not. Yeah, let's not go down this. You know, he I've seen some see of it, but it's like not something I seek out. No. You know? <laughs> What is, so what does you know, that do? Yeah. What does that do to you? Tell me, what does that feel like? To no, have it's not. Mom? I mean, I, again, we're like also pretty, we're like, yeah, I have a body. I'm a person. It's, you know, everyone has sex. It's not a big deal. They didn't like shove it in my face in a weird and appropriate way. Like when you said that fish finger thing, that is not, my mom was a mom. Like she was very mom-like. There was no weird. She has like a college sense of humor where she likes like, she likes like fart humor. Yeah. Good. And so she was like funny mom. Good. And I was aware of the way she was perceived outside, but that wasn't my experience of her is mom vibes. Yeah. And I think that was important. I mean, I imagine that too, like when your parents are both whatever in the hypersexualized in the media in whatever way. <laughs> yeah. By their own hand. Yeah. <laughs> On purpose. Yeah. Walk out the door, look at my dick in this fucking cod piece. And mom's like, look at my tit. They come home, hi, honey. How are you? Yeah. How are you doing? So, I'm, I'm good so far. What does that do to a kid? Did you know as a child? Again, what? shelter. I think I was rightfully sheltered from it. Yeah. For, until I, how long? Until what age? Well, I'm you also lucky. I didn't grow up with smartphones. I'm 33. Oh. So I don't know what would have happened now. Like I had Google really kick in as I already understood the deal in my like teens. So I kind of got it by then. Like I knew what they were about and how the media portrayed them. So I was re- kind of ready for it. And I just don't Google myself for them ever. No. Never. And that just now what I saw is the most Googling of them I've ever seen. Yeah, you don't have to Google that. And I think that's a, that was a Googling. deliberate choice. I think I Googled myself. <laughs> what did he say? Him, don't, he said top-notch Googling. Yeah, no. Don't give him credit, Nick. Don't you dare inflate his Google. Did he do it last night? You time? guys are welcome. <laughs> you know, he is pretty fast today, I'll say. Today, today. yeah. I think it's because I'm nicer to He's him than Tom. Do you feel less pressure? You are not nicer to me when it comes to Google. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes... <laughs> Is, is she not? No. <laughs> You're like, Jesus, fuck. You're always the one that tells him, that tells him to play the music. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm nice. You threw a bottle of water at me. So there's no good not cop. Not at you. There's he, no good cop. Is this me, bad cop, bad cop? Let me tell you something. He dared to put fucking dirty Fiji water on my desk. 
And I showed him what I brought, and then I threw the Fiji water on the floor as a joke. And I said, no, as a joke. you gave me this fucking swill. I'm strictly Avion. It was funny. So her, her, her telling of the story is she put in as a joke in there. She slipped yeah, that in there. Yeah, it's a joke. And his telling t- of the story, she threw the fucking water yeah, on the Yeah, I mean, God. <laughs> such a victim, the dog. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. It's in my blood, Christine. I know, it's gonna, I didn't want to say blood. it. I didn't want to say it. You're really jaying it up. Hard K for life. Fucking, All right, yeah, <laughs> that was a real hard K. You know, uh, my old man's been trying to reclaim baby. that one. Hard K? Oh, yeah, he he like he I walks up that. to other Jays and he's like, what's up, you look like a K, what's up? How's it going? And I go, he's, he goes, I'm taking it back. And I go, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Maybe a lot of people don't even do know it. that one. No, a lot of people don't. So I, that's surprising. the thing. It's like it's funny how it's so surprising. <laughs> it's it's like the N word is in culture, and so we all know it. Yeah. And the K word we just didn't say anymore, and it really did kind of go away. Isn't that interesting? And it wasn't forced. It's it like, wasn't is a the goal forced. for it to go away? If so, we seem to we be onto it. something here. Interesting because yeah, that's a really good point. How come certain slurs? It's like, yeah, just we we all understand like only uh, you know only black people can say the N word, which yeah. I accept and practice. Sure, but. uh it is in popular culture because of that. And so every kid knows what it is. Yeah. And we grow up and you all know what it is. So the ones that want to say it will know it. Where it's like, if it wasn't even in culture, the guys who want to say it wouldn't even have the vocabulary to express that thought. So it's like this weird double-edged sword where like I, reclaiming it is kind of a cool power move. Yeah. But also like Doesn't everyone work. knows it. You know I what know. I mean? It just keeps it in so the So racists will be like, I have the perfect word for this. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's right there. It's like, um, it's exactly, it's totally. It's, Isn't it interesting? It's I, analogous I don't know what, to. I don't know what the solution to that is really. But, no, no. It's analogous to like when you get haters in your comments. And, and then you the, respond to Yeah. Them. And the kid is like, fuck all the haters, man. It's like, you know. You're just, creating more. You're, yeah. <laughs> like just ignore it and it'll it'll go away much like the K, the hard K. Yeah. Like we, I we literally just stop saying a lot of people listen to this. Don't even know what the word is that we're referring to. So if you want to pause and go ahead and Google hard K hard K. Well, don't, I mean, I then want, they'll do get like special K. Say it, Nadav. Just say it. Hard K is. This is a family show. What the fuck, man? Is it K Y K E? I don't even know you I don't anymore. Know how to spell K I K E. D Y K E. That I didn't even know. That's I thought it was Y. I didn't even. Is, that, is that you? Yes. I didn't, oh. I didn't know. How did that feel? It felt really so weird. So good, huh? I'm not even. I'm not even like. Then what? Tell me. I feel like I've been hazed at a uh, fraternity. <laughs> I feel like I passed. You know. Uh, yeah, you know what I love about your dad's generation. Well, my because how old is your dad? Like seventy. Seventy-three. Yeah, my dad's soon. seventy-six. Is like they don't give a fuck. Dude. No. Like when and you're, more so as he ages. Oh, I love it. Less and, like, and less. Yeah. If you if you've been raised by people that survived the Holocaust, do you think your fucking dad cares no. about hard? That's why he gets in trouble in the media all the time because uh, he just talks shit. Yeah, kind of like you know Joe and all those guys. He's just yeah. like he's like I'm a shit talker. That's what I do. That's how we bond with people. Yeah. Do you ever see the movie Grand Torino? I love Clint it. It's the best comedy. Okay. Yeah. So that that is an extreme example of what I'm talking. You know how when he talks <laughs> to his so barber racist. and he like says a bunch of Irish slurs at yeah, his barber yeah, and his yeah. barber comes right back at him and then the kids yeah. like. I thought that guy was your friend. And he just goes, that's how men talk to each other. Yeah. If you can understand and empathize with that character, yeah. you get my dad and people like him. Yeah. It's like he means 
he that's how he bonds that's is by roasting and poking. Well, that's how we do in Studio yeah. Jeans. It's totally And some people just aren't raised that way and don't get it. So some they just sound are, mean. Well, some like people are sound. pussy crybabies <laughs> whose parents did a, a bad job and, and, and didn't teach them how the world really works. And some but of I mean, people the people never The intention worked, is clear is well, the point. The I mean, intention is clear. And yeah. you never worked a blue collar job a day in your life. If you don't fucking know, that's how it goes. Well, my dad I didn't was and a, I get it. So. Well, yeah. I mean, my dad was a, that's not a, true. I did a forklift mechanic. And, and guess what? Those guys don't sit around talking about fucking recipes for you know brownies and shit they they call each other names well you guys said this the other day like your your sexual fantasies in your head are never um equal or woke all right right like they're never it's funny like we all have these brains that we know we know implicitly that nobody in their head really like you'd have to be really indoctrinated to like every fantasy in your head is perfectly equal there's a person of color right yeah and it, it I use all the right language in my fantasies. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, do do you? Like, is it all kosher Always? in there? Like, is it? Yeah. There's a, there's a person in a wheelchair. There's a And I don't mention it. It's not, an, it's not a factor. It's not an like, issue. I don't, even, I don't even notice it in my fantasies. How could that be? How could that be? If that's your fetish, how could that be? And you're, so you're a philosophy guy. Let me, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, because this is the second round in my life of the, quote, the, the PC-ness. So it started in the 90s when... I remember. Yeah. Bill Maher did his show and Politically Incorrect. and Yeah, you know. so that was like the beginning of like, we don't call black people black, they're African-Americans. And that, that stuck... By the way, now black is correct. And so, African-Americans is not always the case because not all of them from Africa. And right, so it's, it's kind technicalities of... Technicalities. It's this infinite regress of like... I call it the euphemism treadmill, which I got yeah. from Doug Stanhope. Oh, good. Okay, good. It's yeah. like... He, he, t- he talks about the word, I'm going to say the word, the word retard. Mm-hmm. He talks about yeah, this how. This is an open space. You may say that. He yeah. talks about how, and I, you know, as a kid, we used to throw that around the schoolyard all the time. Sure. And I don't anymore, but. Uh, oh, that's too bad. We talked. <laughs> Will, uh, he, he said like, whatever you change that word to, that's what I'm going to yeah. call my friend when he stubs his toe. Yep. He goes yep. like. What are you mentally challenged? And he goes, it doesn't matter how technically you make it. it. He goes, matter. what are you got the trisomy 21? But he just like goes into the, yeah. it's a great bit and it's, it's Stanhope. So it's brutal. Yeah. But uh, it's like, that's the euphemism treadmill. Whatever you adjust, yes. we will then, culture will adapt and a new thing will emerge and you'll have to adjust for that. Yeah. And it will never end. Or you can just understand context. <laughs> or or I love these people that are like, don't say this word, don't say that word. It's like, really? Do you care so much about this group? What are you doing to help them? Right. Besides Is the language too? bullshit. Are you out there? Um, well, semantics seems to be the main battlefield. And it's yeah. like not necessarily oh, ac- so action. I'd rather say so, another another stand-up bit. Patton has a great bit about this. Yeah. And he goes, like, I'm gonna do an impression of two people. And one of them is a good person, one of them is a bad person, see if you can spot it. And then he has a guy like, drop uh, the hard F for gay people. Yeah. And then he goes like, I don't care if they get married, whatever. And that guy is on that side. And the other side he goes, well, I think that homosexuality is actually more of a complicated issue. But And had this guy who like dances around the point against gay marriage. And he goes, which one's the good guy? The guy who dropped the magic word? Or the guy who's literally against gay marriage but uses all the right terms? Which one? <laughs> No. Which one? It's the guy who's for gay marriage and doesn't care and just wasn't up on the lingo yet. Yeah. That guy's fine. Oh, that's so he exhausting. just heard the lingo late. It's exa- yeah. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. And I imagine it's got to be hard for guys like our dads who came from like Kiss. Oh, you bitches all the time. Yeah, to like this fucking horse dick You bitches world. on Twitter all the time too. I have Good his Twitter password and I have to delete things. <laughs> what's, the, what's the latest one you, you deleted? You can... Oh, uh... Did it have I mean, the it's mostly him K? like responding to tiny accounts with two followers where he goes, like, 
you're incorrect. It goes, Dad, you don't need to. You're giving them a platform. You're like yeah, don't feed giving it. them a one million people strong audience oh my now. God. No one would have seen that dude. He was like, no, you're wrong. That's not true. He, he mostly like he's uh, it's funny. Everyone thinks he's a conservative. He's actually very much a centrist. He's very all over the map with his views, but he just talks like a conservative. Yeah. So people think he's like a Bill O'Reilly type. Yeah. He's, he's very much not. He, he's all over the map. And so he argues with like anti-vaxxers all the time. Mm. So he like, when someone's like, there's a microchip in there, he goes, that's actually not true. He's like, dad, don't <laughs> argue with that. He's an idiot. Don't, why are you even, it's a never, you're kicking water uphill. You're <laughs> yeah. never gonna. No, I argue with you. Ar- you're jokes. trying to fight the tide. Yeah, don't like, argue. It's just, it's always uh, gonna yeah. come back. Well, you know what's so interesting is like, I hate, I, I really, ugh, it makes me want to Ralph when um, <laughs> celebrities will go on like a late night talk show and then use that time to bum everybody out about like the abortion decision. It's like, what do you, what are you, are you really going to convince? Anyway, go see Transformers. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> like, are you really going to convince some, you know, hardcore Christian in I think it Ohio? probably has the opposite effect because yeah. you're some, you're sitting on your, your, your pile of gold and you're going... Mm, yeah. you're all being bad you should yeah. all vote this way and they're yeah. like everyone else is like fuck you i have to work like yeah you know whatever you say i'm gonna do the opposite because you're clearly a spoiled you know yeah, rich you actor suck. yeah yeah it's very fucking so i don't really you know i'm as much as we're shooting the shit i don't want to lecture anybody i'm some you know fucking silver spoon baby from beverly hills i don't know <laughs> shit don't listen to me Did like okay so hold on so and don't listen to anyone like me they're all full of shit man <laughs> celebrities are the worst they're, they're yeah. full of shit. We don't know shit. We yeah, just like, shit. I came to Austin. It was a culture shock for me. And this is like pretty LA-ish now, honestly. It's I pretty know. WeHo here. Isn't it weird how, like I, we both grew up in that city and you're, and now that I live here and I'm like, oh wow, LA was so warped in terms oh, of it's, 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 it's a bubble. It's its own culture and, and no one else really lives like that outside of it. It's fucking No so public weird. transport. It, yeah. I, I had someone phrase it really well. It's like New York, the goal is human interaction. In LA, the end goal is to like get on the hill, get in your car, get in your bubble, get yeah. away from everybody. That's like the end goal of being successful in Hollywood. Like <laughs> yeah. getting as far so away true. from street level people it's as possible. So true. And just getting in and, and New York is like no matter if you're a billionaire, you gotta go down to the subway yeah. and just go and yeah. be with people. That's so crazy. That was, you know what? It was DeRosa. It was Joe DeRosa oh, who said I that. Who I love. So okay, so you get the you you're afraid of your not afraid, but I imagine, yeah. Okay, so you don't want people Thinking you're a piece of shit because you're born lucky. What no, else? And now what I'm else? okay. Now I like I don't I don't care much what people think anymore. I really did in my early twenties. Yeah. Kind of after the show ended, I was very concerned with my uh, people's opinion of me. And I used to argue on Instagram sometimes, and I used to make sure I looked good and everything. And uh, now you know I'm in my thirties. I don't give a fuck. Like it's yeah, fine. Yeah. You don't. Who cares? But I also like my privacy. So like this is a rare exception. I don't really, really? chase. Uh, I had enough. Like I had, I had about this much, and that was plenty for me. Yeah. I'm an I'm an introverted heart. I don't really like to be on the front of things. My sister has no problem with it. She's like a true extrovert and a type, thick skin like my dad. So she's fine with like, you know, being a pop singer and leading with that. I like uh, kind of being a little sneaky about it now, and mm. kind of I like my privacy. Yeah, you're a little quieter. That's interesting. But I imagine. Do you think the reality show? Because it's different when you get... I just had enough. I think I had enough yeah. attention. It's like a lot it's at once. It's gross, yeah. It's a lot. I mean, you probably get it all the time. I do, but now we live in Texas. <laughs> it's different. But isn't the fan base all here? Like, they're all yeah. they're out there, right? But they're nice, and they don't usually 
they don't they're not shitty. Most people they're on are your team. Yeah. yeah, they're like they don't they don't want to bother you. They're like, I'm so can I just I know you were yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I'm I get, so nice. It's it's funny. Living in Hollywood actually is kind of a nice shield because there's bigger fish to fry than me. Yeah. So I actually do kind of no I get more attention in like Canada and like New York. <laughs> not 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 New York, like uh honestly any other town besides like entertainment towns that have just bigger people than me. Yeah, that's true. And it's like this show was like ten years ago, so I, I live a pretty normal life most of the time. TMZ so, once in a while. Oh like, even yeah. yeah. So so okay, so Mm. But dad's overt sexuality for for me as a girl mm. growing up, I think it really like I'll tell you what it did to me. I think I what my dad did to you. No, your dad was <laughs> amazing. What a lay! Oh God! Let me bang your dad. Okay, no. Wait, the tongue we have to ask is natural or did he? I heard no, he had it's natural. Cut. There's that weird myth where like yeah. you cut the bottom or something yeah, and there's a cow's tongue. You think about it for two seconds and you realize none of that's possible or would have the desired effect but uh no it's just he just points his tongue at you can do like it that and it's yeah it's you can do it too it's not like that's true right it's not an odd he just Show made this. such a point of it that i think people assumed it was this crazy deformity i love it i hope i'm not blowing everybody's but, mind but right what now. a lovely thing i mean what, what a lovely... No, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because, you know, you realize, like, show business is... He, he, you're really in the business of bringing people joy and taking them out of their lives for five seconds. No, I'm serious. Like, this band entertained yeah, he gets so paid many joy. people. <laughs> no, but, but you know what I mean. Like, his function is to be this outrageous thing that people can... You feel something around, you know? Sure. You can be wild because he is wild. He's giving you permission to be out of the norm and it's lovely i like that and it's funny that he so uh, cool. is so not really that wild i know but that's <laughs> that's how it goes he's wild on stage and exactly when he gets off so he is in a robe no so the sexuality <laughs> stuff so for me it made me like really ew gross around my dad and when i started to like boys i didn't want to like i would not tell him because i was like ugh, like his his sexuality always yeah. overwhelmed me i didn't like it yeah I mean, he was a little too encouraging of me. Yeah. He had such a, you know, the, the typical double standard about me and my sister. For, For sure. me, it was like, he literally would say like, go forth and multiply. <laughs> <laughs> like he was kind of kidding, but not really that kidding. And then for Soph, he'd be like, you like watch out for boys. They're evil. Like, don't go near them. And I had a no curfew and she kind of did. Yeah. Like it was not, it was kind of this vague, wasn't really a spoken curfew, but he was like, you know, don't stay out too late. Yeah. For me, he was like, go, fucking do, do the thing. And Wrap the, it up. Go. And, You're a meal ticket. <laughs> <laughs> How did Sophie then react to that? How did it... She noticed. It was a double standard. But yeah. she also never... She didn't like it. She's engaged now oh. to her boyfriend of like nine years. Oh, so it worked. So, yeah. But I think she was never into dating you. She hated the whole yeah, process. I she, too. I think you described this too. She was like, you. she was like, this whole thing is like... Gross. It's annoying and it's a lot of work. And it's like, can we just... Can I just find my person now, please? I'm, I'm kind of over it. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't want a bunch of dudes jizzing in I here. had fun, but... Yeah. The, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna make sure I think that about... That's your statement, not <laughs> relating to my sister. That's you. No, no, but I mean like, yeah, like I just never understood the point of like giving it out to dudes. Note for therapist. <laughs> Go into sister jizz comment. Let's unpack that on Thursday. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. But do you think the reality show? I think 
did, were you in therapy? You went to therapy after that. I think no, I went that. to therapy after a really bad breakup. That was like the, okay. the thing that happened. I just, uh, hey, I'll tell you about it if you want. And this is something yeah. I, <laughs> Sickler wants me to go on Honeydew. Oh so my I think God, this yeah. is going to be the story. If, uh, oh, so okay. Then I'm ha- happy to talk about it if you don't think it'll be. Uh, a, well, how old are you when you got, when you This was up? like 23 or 24. Oh. This, is like right at, this is like after the show, a couple years after the show, I think. So it must have been 25, 26, actually. Um, and just a bad. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you if you want. Yeah, let's okay. go. All right. Um, so she was, she was like, I met someone who was just like, she was awesome. It's just the sweetest, beautiful and sweet and nice and smart and everything was great. And I just, unbeknownst to me, was just, I wasn't ready to settle mm-hmm. down. But I did anyway because I felt this obligation like, well, she's so great. What kind of, again, the guilt, what kind of selfish asshole would I be if I didn't, you know, settle down with this person? What kind of person would do that? So I talked myself into really settling down before I was ready. And then I kind of, she was like, I might have to move back to Australia. And I, well, are we breaking up? What's the deal? And there was this nebulous period where I strayed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then she found out, confronted me with it. Where Everything works out, by the way. We're friends now. Everything's fine. But she confronted me with it. And when she confronted me with it, I realized I had just done what dad did. And I had like a mental breakdown. Oh, fuck. And uh, I raced home and I uh, I was crashing at my parents because there was like construction at my place at that point. No, I'm sorry. There was I was at home. I raced to my parents anyway because I was just like crying in the car. Mm. And I have, I've explained this to her before. Like this is not about her anymore. Like this is like I was very guilty about what I did. But at that point, it was more about like my existence. I am morally an immoral person because I inherited it and I am just like him and I will do the same things and I'll never be, uh, I'm not good. I'm, I'm bad and wrong because mm-hmm. this is what I am. So, you know, she, there was the guilt of actually doing the thing and then there was like, oh my God, this is what I am. I'm mm. this. So I had a, like a panic attack and hyperventilated and did all the usual fun things. Kind of like I had a Joey Diaz star of death. And, <laughs> and uh, I raced home and I was kind of in like a fugue state I'd never been in before and I went for the kitchen knife drawer and I was trying to like think about what to do next and then my parents came home and so I put it away and then I kind of stayed at their house for like two months crying a lot and like not sure what to do uh kind of blew off college and then I went to therapy and then it was all right nice yeah so the fugue state, the dissociative episode is I'm identifying with my father. This is the worst thing it's that like can happen. It's uh, like I remember what that felt like when I was when I discovered it and what yeah. it did to my mom. And then I realized that I had just like repeated the cycle without even realizing it kind of. Yeah, yeah. I had, it didn't like occur to me that I was doing the, because I was in this like, oh, we're about to break up. There's some overlap. I wasn't yeah. really engaging with the fact that I cheated. And then she confronted me with it. She goes like, so you're cheating on me. Like she just got in the car and just laid it. And I remember, and she's apologized for this, which I don't think she needs to, but she said, you know, she was angry. She was really pissed because we had a really great thing and I fucked it up. So she said something along the lines of like, your friends and family are going to like comfort you. And I just want you to know that you're not a good person. Oh, Oh my gosh! Uh, so she whatever. So she said. She said like whatever they say to you, know that they're just comforting you, oh. and they're not telling you the truth. And she like she came to me like shortly after that. She was like, "I'm sorry, I was mad." And I was like, "You have every right to be mad. Like that's not. It's not weird that you were going for my juggler at that point. I cheated on you. Like that's mm. horrible." 
But uh, she didn't realize what a profound effect that, that statement would have on me because it was like my deepest fear. That you would become your father. <laughs> that I would be, that I'm morally wrong and in a, in a way that was familiar. Mm, yeah. That you're morally wrong. And that I'm, yeah, I'm taking all this luck for granted. I'm a, like, oh, you know, I have such a great life. How could guy. I, how could I hurt somebody? You just, you're perfection, right? You're, you're yeah, really... I can't be wrong because I got so much going for me. How could I fuck up ever? Oh yeah, gosh. Oh, so a, that's interesting. So that's another side of this. Is yeah, like, a little bit. I'm so lucky that how if I dare fuck up, I? It's even worse. Yeah. Just, you got so much going for you. What a piece of shit. You know. It's, oh god. Inner critic is big. You're damned yeah. if you do, and you're damned if you don't. You're damned if you're born on the wrong side of the oh, yeah. tracks. And I then, hid for a long time. I didn't do like after oh, college. I kind of hid. I mean, I had savings from the show, and I kind of like didn't do much. I wrote a couple articles, and I stayed quiet. I'm doing stuff now, but I'm still kind of staying quiet because of that damned if you do feeling yeah god that's so crazy anyway so that was the that's the sickler i love that <laughs> I, you just we'll blew my mind it. but you just blew my mind because i always grew up thinking like that i was a piece of shit because of my like immigrant and then we didn't have any money kind of thing and then, oh it's interesting so you you thought you were a piece of just because you were poor and you were embarrassed well, by it or yeah, embarrassed we by like your immigrant poor, status but yeah that i was always other because like oh that's interesting we were never i wasn't born in the u.s i was born in canada even so right. like and then you come home Canadian and your mom. Also, by the way. Dual, oh, you are dual citizen. Oh yeah. shit! What we part? have a lot in common. Weirdly, weird philosophy. Hungarian. Canada, Hungarian. Yeah. Huh. Fucking a man. Mm. Wow. Let's elope. I know, right? <laughs> no, jeez. Tom comes with a knife. Way too old for you. Like... Yeah. <laughs> your girlfriend's way cuter. Yeah, she's over there. She's hot. Yeah, she's fucking smoke show. So. Uh, um, I but like that's you, interesting I like because you called her a dog. Sorry, go I, ahead. That was a joke. I got I'm like, Ugh, she was don't like, bring what that, a dog. Don't bring her tomorrow. That basset hound to the <laughs> dinner. But what? A, Kelty, what an interesting hi. phenomenon. I wonder if everybody, to some extent, feels like they're not worthy. That they're a piece of shit. And I don't know how to like. I don't know how to get that out of a kid. Do you know what I mean? Like, how do I prevent oh, this? I think, I, I think it's hard to trust your, I mean, I, for me, that's what, therapy, I don't do the, therapy for me is a bullshit detector. Like, I don't really yeah. use it. I don't, my therapist isn't very touchy-feely. She's very like, she's an old, she's like this she, cool, like red-haired, curly Jewish woman. I and know, she's like, like, they're the best. Oh yeah, she lays into is me. she Israeli? And, I don't know. The Israeli actually, ones are the fucking she's best. A, she used to be a ballet instructor. Oh, and she, hardcore. She, hard fucking core. <laughs> hard fucking core. And she, uh, <laughs> I go to her and I go like, hey, this happened. Am I crazy or are they crazy? And that's pretty much her whole yeah. role is going like, no, this time it's you. Like you're yeah. being you're being the crazy one. I do that too. And then oh this time God. she goes. So I just, I use her to go, I can trust you to tell me the truth. And yeah. I, I can't trust my parents because they love me. Yeah. So they're going to tell me something that is framed by their love for me, whether they know it or not. So I'm the kind of person, I want to know the truth no matter how shitty the truth is. So I use her as like a, I know you're, I'm literally paying you to tell me the brutal truth, whatever it might be. God, see, this is so yeah. important because I was just talking. I want to know the truth. That's all I need. Yeah, but do you, do you know that this is not everybody? Yes. And that Freud said, was it Freud? The, okay, basically everyone is avoiding pain at all costs. Yeah. Which is, this is, this, this is the genesis of all addictions but Neuroses. I think I'm avoiding pain too because I think that if I, if I function under illusion that the rug will get pulled out from under me at some if you point. Function, sorry, say it so again. So if I function not knowing the truth, that at some point the truth will pull the rug out from it. So I want to get ahead of it and go, what's real? Hypervigilance. Like yes, hypervigilant. Hyper, <laughs> no, I, I am hypervigilant. I want to know the truth and I want to prepare too, for it. Me too. So that I have all my ducks in a row before Neurotic. it gets me. 
So that's, See, yeah. you know why I think we're sim- similar? Similar. Is because... It's a blessing in, in the, the skies. In the way up there, man. Is that... <laughs> so you've, your grandmother was in the Holocaust. My grand... My uh, uh, grandparents were in World War II, but not we're not Jewish, right? So we were they were just, Nazis. Cool. We were just like, no, yeah, they're right over here. No, Lock them up. Yeah, no, no, they weren't Nazis, <laughs> but they weren't hungry. So there's that first trauma, mm-hmm. and then my parents were raised by those psychos. Yeah, I wonder if it goes down the line a little yeah, bit. It's yeah, a, it's generational trauma. I'm telling you, and you and I are the la- like the first. Probably now we get to sit. We're we're comfortable, so now we yes. get to like go. All right, what's all this stuff that you guys yes. gave me? Yeah, and, what is uh, all this to unpack? Yeah, because, because it worked for survival before, but yes. now I'm actually okay. Yeah. So now I got all these survival instincts that aren't, aren't relevant anymore. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, you got that. it. And your dad took that fucking Holocaust survivor oh, yeah. shit that he learned and was like, I'm going to become a rock star. Y'all can suck my dick. Literally. Yep. You guys can get in line and <laughs> suck my dick. I don't feel anything. I yeah. don't care if you don't like me. Fuck you. And that's, that yeah. is this whole thing. Like he always told Power, me, like he, yes. he took me aside whenever I would have problems. Yeah. He said like, grow a thick skin. Yep. Like you, nobody cares. Grow a thick skin. That was his whole mantra. And I get, I mean, it's funny is he's actually super sensitive. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a sappy, you know, you know, King Kong always makes him cry. Because he identifies with the monster. Aww. How weird is it? Like, isn't that kind of interesting? But he, uh, he's like super sensitive, but he's found a way to put that in a box over here mm. and just go. And he, he told me when I was going through that actually episode, when I was staying at his house and crying all the time and like not knowing what to do, he took me aside. And one of the weird, weirdly vulnerable moments he ever shared with me was he said one time when he was a little kid, he woke up like from a really bad nightmare. And he was like screaming and crying for mom to come in and no one came. His mom worked nights. So she, she worked like three jobs. She worked in like a sweatshop. And so he went out on his balcony, like this little window and he opened it and he realized that like, okay, I can scream and cry as much as I want and no one's going to help me. So I better just bottle it up and get on with it. I better just go, go be tough and win. So he, that like, apparently that moment had a pretty profound effect on him. And I didn't have that moment. I go to my parents if I am sad. So I get to release, but he, he, and it's funny. My therapist told me like, he shouldn't go to, he, he's, he's functioning. The goal is to function, right? He found, he might be repressed, but it's working for him. Uh, yeah. He has found love. He has companionship. He works. He's functional in the world. He's happy. Not everyone, not everyone needs to do this constant introspection <laughs> gymnastics. But I do. Right. Yeah. I, I, it works for uh, me, yeah. but for him, Feels he's, good. I wasn't functioning that, that yeah. moment, right? I was, I had gone off the rails so that's when you go to therapy and he what he has whether it be illusion or not is working for him and that's fine the goal is to function Mm -hmm. so she i always thought that was funny because i think most people in therapy think everybody should unpack everything and he goes no he's doing fine though Mm -hmm. so if he's doing fine don't rock the boat let him do fine Mm -hmm. yeah if you're not acting out if you're not and he solved his one thing which was philandering like he unpacked that Mm -hmm. he doesn't have to unpack everything he's he is who he is and his defense mechanism has worked for him in his life. And it actually helped him figure shit out and be tough and navigate. So that works for him. This works for me. And it's not, it's all gravy, man. It is. And it's lovely that like you get to be the one. Yeah, to... I get to be, uh, I get to unpack and figure yeah. shit out and be sensitive. But uh, not, it's not, it's not for everybody, man. It's not for everyone. No. It's the worst. Honestly. And also, I still also believe <laughs> like you should. Toughen the fuck up a little yeah, bit. Same. Not everything has to be a fucking crybaby fest. I mean, at some point you got to go. Uh, we only get to crybaby because we're outside of the food chain. 
before, if you cry baby, a lion eats your fucking face. Yeah. So at some point, you do have to like get up and go. Yeah, I know. But it's definitely like... Am I talking too much? No, I love this. Am I, am no. I bad and wrong? We're talking therapy. You're doing it's great. unpacking a lot for me. I love... <laughs> but you have to flog yourself too. So this is why, yeah, yeah. We have to put on our hair yeah, shirts. Me and the Catholics should hang out. Yeah. It, uh, the Jays and the Catholics. <laughs> yeah, both. the Jays and the Catholics. Yeah. It is like, it's uh, it's a gift and a shitty thing to have to to work through all what, that guilt? generational trauma shit. Like. Yeah. That is that is part of it because he had to suck it up and be strong. And then I wonder if that's where our guilt comes from because they had to do it and we, they did all this and now we get to be comfy. That yeah, make, that, makes us feel a little guilty. That's a part of it. Two generations of survivors and we don't have to deal with that. Well, we survived them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Hi, mom. Yeah, you survived. You survived that. I, I mean, mean, mom was mom sweet. was the real razor. She did mom most of the raising. Is, sweetie, mom so as much as we talk about. As much as we talk about Top what dad secret. did, I mean, my personality is, is much more like hers. Of course. I have her personality mostly. That's awesome. And I have his interests, her personality. My, my sister has dad's personality, mom's interests. Dad's kind of personality and mom's interests. She's very A-type, go get it. I don't care what anybody thinks, achieve the thing. My mom and I are like, we like to relax. <laughs> we like to have a good time. I don't really care if I conquer the world. I just want to chill yeah. and do the thing that I like to do. And yeah. That's, that's so funny. That's so cute. I'm trying to think much between my children, who's who. I think I know. I well, know one of them is Fed Smoker, and the other one's <laughs> no, Robert Paul. No, no. <laughs> but it sounds like they kept you off the the drugs and the shit by like setting a good example too. They didn't that, do stuff in front. I mean, of it helps. That I thought they were cool, right? I mean, that's all. Another thing is like I thought their job was cool, even when I kind of didn't really understand it. So that like there is a thing. I think if you rebel against your parents, you don't think they're. They're cool. You don't think they're cool. Oh, so I don't yeah. know if that plays a part. I, I, I imagine it does. I was proud of them. I thought they were cool for being cool. So I think that matters to a kid. Yeah. So I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. But uh, you guys are in good shape because you're fucking comedians. That's cool. I hope so. I do. I uh, Oh, I was going to ask you this. This one's interesting. Um, I know there's always a thing between boys and their fathers. If you have a successful father... Is it something that you want to live up to the dad's no. success? Like, do you do you go to yourself like, no, I, don't care. I can't be, yeah. No, it's I don't give so a shit. so crazy there, his someone, level. Yeah, I get the comments now and then. You know, like, I, I don't really read comments, but if I catch, if they catch my eye once in a while. Yeah, it's horrible. And sometimes, like very rarely, but sometimes there's always that guy of like, you know, you've never worked a day in your life. You're a silver spoon. You know, you'll never live up to your dad. And I go like... <laughs> it, and I, my response is basically, if I'm going to live in someone's shadow, it might as well be someone I love. Yeah. So who who cares? I mean, it's like he, we're all on the same team over here. I don't really care that I I don't want to conquer him. He's my buddy. Like, yeah. I love the guy. Why would I want to do that? So I That's like so to do true. what I like to do, and I'm doing it, and that makes me happy. I don't really care if I do better than him. It's not a competition, really. I'm not a very competitive person. Yeah. I just want life to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Is I, that such a such a bad thing? I agree. Yeah, let's just like you don't a... compete with Tom because no. why? And you could, and you'd be miserable. You could miserable. be that person if you had that personality trait where you were like, "Fuck, he played this venue, so I'm going to play this venue." Like, you'd be miserable <laughs> all day long. Could you imagine? And maybe you'd achieve more or something, but you'd be miserable. What's I, that's not worth it to me? To no, be, it's not. Every, there's always a bigger fish. Always a bigger fish. And, and you know, my bigger fish is someone I love. Isn't that great? It's like, so good. Fuck it. Yeah, and also to. Um, I think once I had children, my priorities really shifted. 
Like yeah, you live for them now. They're our number one. Yeah. yeah, the career is amazing, and I'm so stoked that I got to make it as far as I have. And but like, no, dude, I live for them. They're but also like one. at a certain point, it's also I think it's selfish for successful people to to compare dicks yeah. because you're successful. Shut up and enjoy Just it. Just enjoy the ride. Most people have to work slave in offices all day on jobs no. they don't like. If you get to do something you like on any level, shut up and enjoy it. I know. And so I, again, another born lucky, I get to do stuff I like. So I don't great. have to worry about food. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. So, what, so, so, so tell us, what is your life like? Like what, what is, what I, is your I have life? stuff I've been releasing. I'm just not you doing it under a real name because oh. I like my privacy. So there is stuff out there. It's been going for like two years now and no one knows it's me. So at some point I'll, I'll break the egg. Stuff is in music. There's, it's out there and it's been doing all right, but uh, and nobody so nobody knows it's me. So oh, cool! At some point, maybe I'll, I'll I'll ask you to help if I want to push it out. Yeah. Some, at some point, you're like Banksy. You. No, God, no. But oh, uh, sorry. What's a cooler? No, Banksy? Banksy's cool. Like, you don't I just, know who I'm it not is. That, not that successful. Oh, Jesus oh, oh. Christ! <laughs> but meaning like no one knows his identity, right? No, it's cool. I mean, it's I like doing cool. it this way because I know that the people's opinion of the stuff is based on the stuff. Yeah. Not me or dad, positive or negative. See, okay. and that's, yeah. the, that's the other thing too. And I think you and I both get that. It's like, they'll compare you creatively to the other person or to the thing. And you're like, yeah, but we're not the same person. I don't have the same experience no. as Tom in the world. And we're not the, we don't and have why should you? the same, ever, any, you know? But uh, again, other people's success or failures have nothing to do with you. Nothing to do. But I always felt bad. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but I always felt bad for Tony Rock, Chris Rock's brother. Yeah, because he's an amazing stand up. I've seen him perform. He's fucking great. I know, but could you imagine to be in that shadow? But I hope he has that same mentality. He's like, I do what I do, and he does what he does, and it doesn't. It's my family member. Why wouldn't I be happy? There's also a. Thing. People ask me if I compete with my sister. Fuck no. She's on my team. It's what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Oh, for sure. She's winning. That's my sister winning. Why wouldn't I be stoked about that? It's all the same. They're team. like, aren't you like, don't you want to get out of daddy's shit? It's like, no, I like them both. <laughs> what's wrong with you? Why are you trying to make this a, a Love Island episode? Your Let's thing, just, yeah. Or like a whatever reality show. Like, they want to stir it up. And I'm like, there is no drama here. Yeah. We're stoked for each other whenever good things happen to us, you know. Like a family, like yeah. <laughs> when you're like family, you know, you like each other. And likewise, my friends, like I had a friend get really big recently. Good for you, man. Like, yeah. Has nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with you because you're on your own thing. We all um, die alone, man. We all. Why know, is that comforting to me? I And can I tell you? Why is that I, like a, ah, that feels nice. It is so true. And um, when I had my ketamine trip with my ankle and uh, um, I was in the hospital. Never tried that one. Oh boy. That one's a goodie. Better and I. I go, I go in my, my vision. I was like, oh, I'm not thinking. I literally thought I was dying and I wasn't thinking about my career. Yeah. I wasn't going, gosh, I'm so glad I did all these shows in yeah. 2022. Or I literally went, uh, children, husband, yeah. parents, done, done. I do that when there's, when there's turbulence on a plane. Yeah. I don't really think about my stuff. No. <laughs> I think about uh, the people. I, did I say everything I wanted to say to people? And yeah. did I... Uh, spend enough time with people I love. You know, it's corny, but it's like, why is it corny? Because it's true. It's true. Yeah. And also stuff is fun for the first few m- minutes of it. And yeah. then you're like... You're mildly satisfied with your product and then you die. Yeah. <laughs> well, that and like um, money for, for me isn't about the stuff. It's always been about 
not having to think about money. No, that, that's, that's actually a really good point because dad talks about how much he loves money so much. But if you don't know him, you don't understand. He doesn't care about stuff. He wears free hats and like people hand him like a hat with a look. He just wears it for like 10 years. <laughs> he doesn't care about things. Yeah. To him, money is this wall between him and his former life of poverty. Yes, and yes. However, so he's like, when he says like, I can never have enough money, that wall can't be big yeah, enough. Yeah, I agree. So it's like that wall yep. allows me to stay far away. And like he bought his mom a house mm. and she lived in it till she passed. And it's like that, it's like you wonder why this guy loves money. Like everyone gave him flack for, because he's like, give me money. Money is the, lack of money is the root of all evil, he would always say. And he's like, you know, money is everything. My, business is life. And people are like, what a capitalist pig. He's like, no, 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 he's an immigrant, man. It <laughs> saved his life. Like it gave his mother a life after the Holocaust. Why wouldn't he be stoked about money? Yeah. Like I, that's his, that he, whatever gave him the out from that life of hell would have been his favorite thing. It's freedom it's a, because yeah. money buys you freedom and options and choices yeah. and a life. And, and, the, and doctors and medicine yeah. for the, your loved one. It's like. Why do people think he doesn't shop? He doesn't give a fuck about a fuck stuff. About I don't care about that shit either. No, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. But it's really like matter. that wall between you and desperation can't be big enough. And I get it. I totally get it. It can't be far. Like when I think about when Tommy and I got married and we lived in the fucking Rampart division, <laughs> yeah. and like I remember I when I finally got a job on Chelsea lately, and I was making fifteen hundred dollars a week, and it got us out of the like it was one of my it was my big break. Yeah, and we went down to Trader's, Trader's Joe and we got a bottle of cheap champagne and launched it off the fucking patio <laughs> at the balcony in the ghetto. And, and I was like, like the thought of going back there is the, like yeah, I, I give thanks I every morning where I'm just like, please God, never again, like never back to the Rampart division. <laughs> like just let me stay in like this nice yeah, I mean, neighborhood. It's and, his fault for phrasing it badly, but that's what he means when yeah. he's all stoked about money. He's like, yeah, it, it gave me a life, a life. that, that, I could then share with my kids and stuff. Yeah. And like my, my relationship with money was always like, I wanted to contribute. I wanted to not be mm. like a freeloader. Mm, so the show was a way for me to do that. Me to be on that show with them. I was like, I was contributing to, I could pay for my own stuff. I could contribute to the family. And I had a Coogan account, which is like the account you have when you're a kid on a thing and you're not legal. You can't legally earn income yet. So, your parents keep this account for the non Hollywood yeah, yeah, yeah. kids no, out there. No, explain it because a lot of child like stars a, got ripped off. So yeah, they came up with this lucky law. I didn't. But yeah. the you know they put money into an account, and when you're 18, you get it in theory. But your parents have control of it till then. So they just kept it and they invested it, and they were smart. So like I had this nest egg when I came of age, and I got to contribute and That's not awesome. be this like leech, and that was important to me. So like that was my relationship with money, and I still wanted it. It's just like a different relationship with it. Yeah, because a relationship, it's so funny because money is. And they, by the way, they help me all the time. I'm not like claiming independent. Like they, they help me if I need help. Well, they and they're, they're like, it's Who cares? like, no, they, you're we're a on good the same kid. team. Who gives a shit? When am I kid. not a kid? I'm 33. I have like gray hair. When do I stop? <laughs> when do I stop? Look at my, like it's, I got racing stripes. Yeah, but you're being, like, Doctor you're Strange. enjoying your time with your father on the road and like, yeah. FYI, I'm you know, his kid, right? they don't live, they don't live forever. So, I this keep hearing is, that top dog and stuff. I, yeah. I whenever people are like, you know, you're just tagging along with dad. He's like, yeah, Why I want to hang out with him while he's around, and, and and it's he's proud. I'm proud of him for accomplishing his dream. This is the culmination of 40 years, yeah. almost 50 years of work. I want to celebrate and enjoy his dream and yeah. be proud of him. It's like, why wouldn't you go? Yeah, I think. See, I think somewhere along 
the lines. I don't know, maybe it was like Catholicism or something that gave me the impression that people with money were bad people. Mm. Or easier for a camel to fit through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get in heaven. Yes. Because yeah. in the Bible, they tell you the meek shall inherit the earth. Like, actually, that's fucking untrue. Like, well, that's Nietzsche's, uh, you know, genealogy the, of morals. Yeah. The transvaluation of morals. It's a, it's a, it's a trick morals. to trick the yeah. uh, alpha males into not beating me up so I can take over the world. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's took, not that I believe in that alpha male shit. The slave that, morale, slave mentality is moral, morality. That incel nonsense. But yeah, it's the idea that the, it's like to uplift the meekness. It's like, dude, that, don't, don't tell people well, yeah, that. Like, there's, That's there's one stupid. thing like helping people who need help and there's another to fetishize weakness yeah. and fetishize helplessness and sort of like, you're not doing anyone any favors by making that the goal. I know. To be meek and don't get too much. Don't get too big for your britches. Don't don't get too strong. Yeah. Like don't, it's like why why would that help anybody to <sighs> hammer that point? Well, home? maybe because then you're a selfish prick and you don't give back. I don't know. Sure, like, but like then back. just say don't be a selfish prick, right? Yeah, like, don't be a douche. Be strong so you can help other people. <clears throat> Great. Be strong. I mean. Dad yeah. never talks about his philanthropy. He's one of the most philanthropic people I've ever met. It's always how it is. It, their honeymoon, they didn't do a honeymoon. They went on a charitable mission to Zambia and they built mobile hospitals that are still running to this day. They go to like food deserts and stuff and deliver medicine and train doctors. That's what they did for their honeymoon. They didn't, he doesn't fucking talk about it because of course he want to talk about the soda he just made with his face on it. <laughs> he never, like he brags about the dumbest shit and I go, you did this amazing thing. He goes, I don't want to toot my own horn. I go, that's the one that's worth tooting. What are you fucking doing, man? It's like in full dad mode. He just like, I, I made a magazine and I have chicks on it. It's like, cool. You saved someone's life once. Do you remember that? Where you like paid for that kid's surgery on a whim? He went to like a, we went to this charity event with Mel Gibson, weirdly enough. And, uh, we were like his token Jews. And then, oh, that's and right. Then, I forgot he hates you guys. He was like, see, we get along. Yeah. Look at, he's really Jew. Look how Jewish this guy is. He's like, <laughs> he looks like a, like the Jew. <laughs> yeah. Me and Shylock over here. So <laughs> he's the, so Jewy. No, but like, I'm kidding. He was very nice. He was really nice to it. He's very sweet. I didn't hear the voicemails. I don't know. Anyway, the, we went to this thing and he gave us like, whatever. and they brought this kid on stage and they were like, with, if you all donate here at this event, you know, this child, his name is Oscar, I think his name was, can get surgery on his intestines. And oh it's like this God. preventable thing. And dad was like, wait a second, this whole party is to raise money? How much is the surgery? Yeah, and they just, told me, he goes, I'll fucking do it right now. Let's go yeah, right now. Right Call the doctor right now. Let's do it. Yeah. And then the next day they did it and he paid for it. And he's like, why are we doing a party? Let's fucking go now. And he, he was so mad that there was this party. Oh, that makes me and he was just cry. like, I'm giving you a check. Let's do it right now. How much is it? That's fucking not like, what is this for? Like, what is all this stuff I have for, if not this? Why are we all sipping cocktails? This is dumb. Oh. And, I, and, and this is a story he never tells, and I have to tell it, because he won't toot his horn about this shit. Mm. He does a shit like that all the time and never talks about it. That's so cool, man. Oh, man. There you go, God. Pops. Nice, I bragged there for you, you once. Oh, I can tell. But I can tell you guys are good eggs. I can tell when I met you at the comedy store. Oh, he's a degenerate, but he's nice. Yeah, no, he's a good egg and you're a great egg. I know it. And I, because I think I have a good bullshit detector too with people. And I, when I was talking to him, well, you like, did have Tate on here. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? He's, I hope he's going to come back. We're trying to get him back. On. Oh, yeah. Make sure I'm not here that day. <laughs> Fuck, he's going to kill me. Great. Gonna call me a soy boy and I punch love, me in the throat. I love Tate. He's the best. <laughs> is he Cobra Tate? Is he the best? Yeah, he really is funny. He's what is? Sweet. I know he's funny. He's so sweet. I know he's funny. Trump was funny. Is he the best though? 
Is he the best, though? He's special. Is he a good hey, dude? As they say in the South, bless his heart. Just okay. bless his right. heart. Bless him. He's going to come for me now. He's I'm not so on Twitter. I don't, I don't look at my Twitter. Who gives a shit? Go no, for it. No, he won't come for you. He, no. He's I'm in, sure he's very nice. Please don't He's in me. Romania. He's doing his own thing in Romania. Oh, yeah, I know. I heard. <laughs> I heard some news about that. <laughs> but you're definitely not, uh, you're not him. Okay. And That's you guys what, are again, good. Super low bar. <laughs> you guys are good. But isn't it isn't it isn't it fascinating how like in especially in this business, the more people I meet so it's like the ones that you think are gonna be the biggest degenerate fucking psycho, blah blah blah, are the coolest, nicest, most down to earth. And the ones that it's are It's the Cosby so, effect, right? A hundred percent. And the guys that are like, I'm just a wholesome blah, blah, blah. You're like, Darkness. no, you're not. Darkness. Darkness. The deepest caverns of the human soul are so in it's that. It's mega church preachers oh. and Cosby and the guy, like people who are go, I'm a wholesome. I've never seen a vagina. I'm oh. very, pull your pants up. And he's like, you have children in your basement chain yeah. with a radiator or something. Yeah. You, something's wrong. Yeah, because they are not acknowledging the shadow self. Everyone has a shadow oh. self. You have to get it out somehow. If it's not through fun things like music and crazy yeah. clothing and stuff, it's coming out somewhere. It's coming out. Dahmer was just like, I'm a <gasps> photographer. And like, I'm... You don't think I've been hearing that at night. So Tom's been watching that on Netflix and I fall asleep to like I fell asleep to the other day. episodes. It's so scary. I'm at the part now. Uh-oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Ah, she did it. I did it. Before I did it before the spoiler. I said it. Good Thank job, you. Jim. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Okay, so I know your entire life. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so weird. I've been watching you from the shadows. Can I tell you something though? That because ever since I did Road Rules, there are, there are editors that have watched all the footage. And oh, I, one time I was in an elevator with with one, and he goes, oh, "I've seen like hours of you." And I'm like, <laughs> "That funny. was it's weird the first time." And then you're that's like, funny. Now I'm used to it. But um, he was talking about how Dahmer was dissecting animals mm. in high school and how he asked to take home a fetal pig so that yep, he could... Yeah, I saw that episode, yeah. Yeah, I heard it last night as I'm drifting off to And I take it home and the professor's like, I've never... <laughs> they're yeah, so dumb. Years, like the, yeah. the, all the cops and the professors are so dumb. They're I just know. like, that's a weird request. Anyway, good luck to you. Like, no one was like, hey, this kid's fucking weird. No like, one flagged it. No one yeah. was like, he really likes to dissect <laughs> shit at home. Anybody want to do grab a him? wellness check on this guy? No, he's fine. He's gay. That's what they're like or something. I don't know. It's the 70s. We don't care. Like, yeah. And it also makes so the police actually delivered one of Dahmer's oh yeah. victims back to I looked it him. up. It's a true story. The of kid had like a is. hole drilled in his head <laughs> and he wandered. He escaped and wandered out yeah. in his underwear. And he's like, no, this is just my boyfriend. He's drunk. And they're like, they're gay. They're into some weird shit. Whatever. Yeah. Go here. Here's here's the kid again. Enjoy this kid. Shut the door to your apartment. Yeah. Nothing to do there. Yeah. And then like the real call from like the neighbor lady. He's like, hey, did you guys check in on the kid? That was wandering around and took in this. I've heard some weird noise, and they're like, "Yeah, we we did. They're fine. They're boyfriends. Yeah, click, yeah, click. Gays. They're gays. You know, that's what they do. They drill holes in each other's heads. And oh my god! It's and all the consensual. Smells, guys. And all the smells so of bizarre. rotting flesh. I'm like, smelling rotting flesh down the hall. It's normal. Fine. Goodbye. Yes. Like, what? You're that's like crazy. We just can't crack this case. God damn it! We didn't find the Zodiac killer. No shit. But you, <laughs> it just it just really like drives it home for me that. You know, you think the people in power are way smarter than you, no. like or, or like, oh, the the policemen will f- help things, and, oh, and you're like, not I, all of them are that brilliant. Well, that's why when people were claiming God that like the it. Trump administration was playing 4D chess, I was like, I never attribute. No, no. they were like, <laughs> oh, he's he's <laughs> winning because like, no, no, this is this is the, you know, you ever seen the movie Being There? 
This oh, is like he's he's ago, Chauncey yeah. gardening his way through life, <laughs> and he's just evil Chauncey Gardner. Look at this movie; it's great. I, this is old, but one, uh, yeah. it's like it's Forrest Gump, this. basically before Forrest Gump. But it's like this yeah. guy who just like ascends to levels of power just by being a dumb guy. And it's like <laughs> I never attribute to malevolence what can be explained by stupidity. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Or but just by like pure, you're so dumb that you're unrelentingly confident. Yeah. And then people were like. Oh, he must know something I don't know. He doesn't. He's he doesn't. just confident. Well, if you confidence look at, goes a long way. Oh, for sure. And if you look at the pandemic and how that garbage fire was <laughs> handled, you're like, oh, there is there is no uh, there is no organization. Yeah. And by the way, I hate all politicians. All the politicians are all of it. I think he was just the loudest example of what a lot of those e- egomaniacs oh, yeah, are Biden, like. They're all like they're all fucking stupid. Yeah, Biden's falling asleep. And <laughs> would you rather have someone who's unconscious or conscious and a sociopath? I mean, like eh, one. Half a dozen of one, you know, six of the other. <laughs> it's so awful. It's like I don't, but I don't have a team. Like I don't really feel. Uh, old man, my old man, I've talked about this. Like we don't. There was a time when we felt identified with one of these yeah, organizations. Sames. I have. I'm truly what they. I mean, people say like politically homeless. Like I don't yeah. feel. I don't feel like there's anybody. I go like that's my guy. No. At all. Zero. Me too. So I don't really know who to vote for ever. Me too. I don't. I'm team. Is there nobody. anyone that's like? That's a reasonable person. <laughs> Just Nobody. a reasonable Nobody. person. Nobody. Like, I kind of want your dad to run. I feel no, like I would No, 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 no. Shut I it down. I vote for Gene Simmons. Shut it the fuck down. <laughs> nope. They used to make Guys, pins Gene of that. Simmons for president. They used to make pins <gasps> Bring like, it Gene, back. you know, Gene Simmons for president. Listen, he's a brilliant man. And it was a, it was a picture of him with his finger up his nose. Great. And, he's smarter yeah. than anybody. Look no, at him. No, no, he's not. He's, he's It's the same thing. Man. It's confidence. You're yep. being tricked. <laughs> He's not smarter. There's him. In, there's him in Brooke Shields. Oh yeah! Like when she first got famous, they she came to a concert. I guess Aww. we tweeted that at her, and she was like, "I remember that. That was fun." Oh my god, that side to side photo. I didn't realize how much I looked like him. Look yeah, oh, especially when me. you grow your hair out. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, you're not, so funny. He's Don't. he's built so funny. He's like he's got that barrel chest, but the skinniest little legs. Like the little he's like grew from Despicable Me. He's like the skinniest beep, beep, boop, boop. Oh God! There's my college sweetheart. That poor girl. Uh oh, which one? So where it says Sophie, that's not <gasps> Sophie. That's she's on. She's the short hair girl. Am I right? Aww. That poor. Th- she was on the show with us, and she got a bunch of like hate. Oh. She's like, you don't deserve him. Oh Jesus! Like DMs. Yeah, it was. This was in like Facebook days, and she got like, she was like, I'm never being on your show again because a bunch of girls came after me. <laughs> oh my God! You know the one good thing about being on a reality show in the '90s is that they would send the email, the fan mail to. Buna Murray, the production company. I know Jeff Jenkins. Is that we were, they were going to oh. do a spinoff about me for a second? Oh, and uh, I don't want to do it. But don't do it. Yeah. Very, he's he's very nice. Like they're nice people, but, yeah, I, but I, I I don't want to do it. No, don't ever do it. But they filtered out the creepy stuff and only sent us the positive thing. So I didn't know that. And then later, when I on the internet started, I was like, oh, people fucking hate you. Like they, I mean me, <laughs> they hate me and they love me. I'm like, oh, in the real world, you mean? Yeah, not everybody loves me. This is weird. <laughs> I wish somebody had done that. I saw everything. No, I, I didn't really. I didn't. I googled myself oh. maybe once or twice, and I was like, "That's enough of that." That's and enough. I, oh, there and you it's go. been fifteen years. There's a show where I picked up um, Hitchhikers, the Hitchhiker. Wait, Chronicles. go down a little bit. Go down a little bit. No, what a, what a smoke show. Look at that. Thanks, buddy. Look at that. Thanks, Come buddy. on. I think I was your age there. I would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> I was your age. I was just marrying Tom. I think around there. Yeah, I get it. He nabbed that up. He nabbed it up. Gigi Allen shirt. Look at that. Look at you. Uh, Look at that shirt. Dude, 28, come on. 26. Killing it. 28, 26. I know. Smoking. Oh, 21 on road rolls. 
Oh my God! Look at Stop. those clavicles. Oh, there she is on the one challenge I did. What a nightmare! You, mu- you must. Have, there must have been so many just horny MTV viewers. They didn't. Oh yeah. They were just like the viewers. Like, yeah. What's the name of the, the blonde on Road Rules? <laughs> Do you yeah. think she likes IT support? Uh, one time. <laughs> Oh my God. One time I did the hitchhiker show and I picked up a guy and he goes, Oh, I know you. You're from uh, Road Rules. He goes, I've masturbated to you a thousand times. And you times. can get out right here. <laughs> I was and like, you- Thank you. I was like, That's a nice thing to say. I knew you must have gotten at least one of those comments. Yeah. I have a, I have a couple of tweets that I screenshotted from every once in a while. Someone will send me, like, Did you see this? One was like, They, they tagged me and said, Let me sit on your Jewish face. <laughs> And then another one was like, give me da babies, D-A-B-E-B-E-S. Da babies. Give me da babies. You can't, you can't, it's like, there's no winning with this. You can't like feel good about that because then you have to take the negative ones too and feel, you either take them all seriously or none of them. You can't like, I can't be like, yeah, I'm the shit. Because then I got to look at the ones that are like, you're a piece of fucking (laughs) shit. You silver spoon, never worked a day in your fucking life. You little fucking Jew boy. By the way. Jew, isn't Jew Boy a burger chain out here? Yeah, it's really good. And a what dog is this knows about? them. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty great. My my old man, I mean, there's something about Jew. We do love making fun of ourselves. My dad is nonstop. Well, you guys invented comedy. You didn't know that? He's Jewish like, did. Sometimes when we were in, when Vaudeville, we were in. Uh, stand up? Oh, you mean Hollywood. No, the show oh, no, business. Comedy. Yeah. Vaudeville, stand up comedy, yeah. the Appalachian, the, the, what is it called? The, come on. The Appalachian. I know, I know not the Appalachian about. Trail. The fucking, uh, anyway, you guys invented stand up comedy. Yeah. The Jews did. I'm telling you. Sorry. Still, what were you no. Saying? He uh, he uh, he likes to like when we're when we were in Europe. We saw like some signs that were in English, and someone was like, "What does that say?" And he goes, "He goes get in the car, Jew boy." That's what it says. <laughs> like he always just defaults to that. I love it, but I love it. Yeah, uh, it's it's fun. It's, it's fun. It's so to say. fun being appropriate. Uh, let's do a couple of follow ups with my friend Nick here. You get to chime in on these very important hot topics. Oh, good. Yeah. Should I put these on? Oh yeah, you got to hear every word. <laughs> Hey, Mommy, this is Caitlin. I am listening to episode 163 right now with you and Chase. And by the way, I saw you guys in San Francisco, and you were fucking incredible. Thank you. But you guys are talking about how your authentic self, like your truest self, is when you're four years old. Mm. And I don't know about you, but I have home videos from the year that I was four. And looking back, that personality was pretty fucking insufferable so i'm just gonna say before you go searching for your authentic childlike oh. self maybe review some home video footage <laughs> first and decide if that's the personality maybe you, you suck it with. for anyways keep it high and tight yeah so i had this theory that who you are is really who you were at four like your true self um and this person saying tracks. That you were annoying what do you think i mean i was annoying but that tracks I mean, I was, tracks, yeah. I was very dramatic. Yeah. I was like, you know, <laughs> my, my, my parents' favorite video of me is like my cousin, I guess, jumped on my shoulders in the pool and I like went underwater. I was like, I almost drowned. <laughs> it was very, it was like, ha, he, ha. And so it was like, you were, you were, un, you were under for like, you were under for five seconds. Like you're fine. And my cousin is in the corner and she's like even younger than that. She's like, I just want everyone to get along. Oh. I wish everybody. And I was like, she almost drowned me. And it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little, little dramatic. More drama, more sensitive. You're, I'm you're more not in anymore, touch with your feelings. But I was very. <laughs> my dad always used to. He goes, you know, you're very sensitive. And I go, Aww. that seemed it seemed like an insult at the time. That's another thing. Therapy was like, 
you know that's not an insult, right? I go, oh, yeah. I it was just a, st- a statement of fact. I just thought it was an insult because I'm a man. I thought yeah. I'm not allowed. No, yeah. it's very refreshing. Bill you know. Burr thing. Like, your generation. Push it down. Push it down. Oh, for, no, I'm glad. You know what, though? Because your generation grew up with like female comics. and yeah. No, you guys are changing shit. It's a good thing. You're going to be good dads. It's too. mostly good. I think, good. I think there's a kernel of truth to every like woke crazy thing. Same. I yeah. just think that sometimes it, they overcorrect for a real problem. Yeah. Where it's like, you could have stopped before that. You, you were doing good until you went I past. And all the way past. And created new problems that were yeah. weirder. Like not all. Oh, the Redland Skate Park. Pussy. <laughs> like not all. <laughs> Not all um, masculine things are inherently the devil. Yeah. Like, and if we focus less on semantics, maybe real problems would go yeah, away. Fuck semantics right off. are probably fuck right off. Okay, let's do one more <laughs> voice. Hi, mommy. I just listened to the last episode of Ryan Stickler about getting piss on your legs, and I, <laughs> I have experienced that before. And I think it is solely due to the fact that I have to pee so damn bad. When I have resorted to peeing in a public restroom because I had two babies squish my bladder for extended <laughs> periods of time. So I wouldn't have time to get a wipey yeah. and examine Thank thoroughly. You. That's something that men can do if they want. But for us, it's a it's a quick job. And I side with you on this one. I also just think, I'm, so my problem was. What was is, the argument? Yeah. Is that, um, so I often... <laughs> it's so a gross. hot topic. Okay. I, I often um, will just sit down on my toilet without checking for urine that's splashed on there from my sons. In, in a public? Oh, no, in your house. Both public and private. Now, private, I should know better because my sons piss all over the toilet, mm. and so does my I mean, everyone. I can't relate to that, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, so I will just sit on urine constantly and then my legs will be covered in piss like my, my <laughs> back of my thighs and then I've fucking done it in public I've fucking done it at the airport where I just sit down and I'll be like great now my fucking thighs are covered in piss like I do it a lot like oh. on airplanes I'll be like fuck I mean you're I forget you're pretty psychotic with a lot of this shit <laughs> like you you you're also the person that that like to sweat when they sleep. I did. I had such a good sweat last night. That's the, that's. Oh my god, it was that's so one of good. the most horrific things I've ever heard in my life. Like that's one of the <laughs> most sweat. upsetting. When I heard that, I pulled over my car, and I was like, "That's not okay. That's not really get help." And it that feels so good. No, no. And then you also. What was the other thing? No, well, there's so many. There's a couple so of things many. where you oh, like. I hate. She blows her nose into her hand and then wipes it off. Yeah, herself. that. Yeah. See that. This is Dahmer shit. Like this is. <laughs> this is. This is, I must, look, we seek the truth. Cutting up cats. You're, you're minute. this close yeah. to me. Like what? Check her crawl space. This is not okay. Blowing your nose in your hand. You've never done that? That's like you, you listening to about? throwing up. Uh, when I, when oh, I, if I, I had to it. do, I think I'd throw up in my hand. Like that, that would be, oh, so that's gross. It's interesting. Cause that's, you know. That's that's the worst thing you can do for me. Is uh, those are all horrifying. Barf. However, yeah. I will give the credit where credit is due. That caller mentioned it is easy for me to say that I would never sit and piss because I'm standing up when I piss all the time. So it's easy True. for me to say like when I really have to piss, that's never an issue for me. Oh yeah, do you sit to piss? Is no, that I, not in public, especially. Only when I shit. Yeah, Only when it, you it, shit. that's isn't that what, then, what poetry? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you do stand you up when you piss? Only when I shit. <laughs> Only when I shit. 
It's your mom's Write house. it in the sky and gossamer <laughs> teardrops. Studio. As Pat, as <laughs> Thank Patton God says. we can speak freely. Wait, so, but when you when you sit down <laughs> to shit, do you always check for piss? Like in public? Yeah, you yes. also check for shit. Like well, I also, you check for whatever well, here, well, here's the thing. Public here's the thing. Public. I First never thing sit on insane. a, yeah, here's the thing. I never sit on a public toilet without putting paper on it. Oh, here's the deal, like man. Putting all that, but, like a two layers of okay, it. Okay. You can't trust public strangers, okay. Christina. Okay, can I tell you guys something? I travel <laughs> so freak, like so frequently that honestly, like I'm in the airports at like six in the morning. I'm, I've just had a show. I, I went to bed at two. I woke up at fucking five. Like I'm out of my mind half the time when I'm zombieing through these airports, and I just don't pay attention. Yeah, you're, you're just you're just telling us you're just telling us that yes, <laughs> when your mind is wrong and and crazy, you do wrong and crazy things. Yeah, correct. So we're in agreement that that's crazy, <laughs> and you only do it when you're feeling a little crazy. No, no, no. But hold it's on, insane. Christina. Is there yeah. ever a point where you do check the toilet seat? If I'm of, it's not an emergency. Code yeah, red. it's not an no. emergency, and I'm of a capacity like my kids aren't screaming or I have a moment. Yeah, but if, that does if I'm, happen. No, this is this is the yeah. point. I mean, the real point is that. Okay, yeah. cool. Right. Yeah. No, the real point is that this is our male privilege, right? Um, we, <laughs> we stand up and we pee, I, so we never have to worry about. Point that, of personal really. privilege. Point of personal privilege. We stand up when we pee. Point of personal and by privilege. the way, are you assuming that only men stand up? When <laughs> I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to do it. What I'm not as safe as you guys. What I could is be, a man? I could be taken to task and actually I'm on my own boss, so I Wait, can't no, be fired. Is there this thing? I know that what is a woman is a thing. Is what is a man a thing? I have a hot take about this. Yeah, go ahead. And it could get me in trouble. It's not on this network. No, but, one's, uh, no one's digging here. My hot I take is that God. both sides of that debate are missing the point. What's the point? The point is that Chicks one side is proposing a change in language convention. Yeah. And you either accept that change or don't. So there are these words, man and woman, that mean what we all think they mean. And one side is going, I propose we add a definition that includes this and this. And everybody else is like, we don't want to do that. So that's, the real argument is, are we accepting the new language convention or not? But like, the one side is going, what is a woman? It's like, well... To the person who's accepted the language convention, they have new definitions in their head, Correct. and you don't. And with people who grow that's up, the right question. Like the right question is like, "Hey, I propose that yeah. we adjust these words now," mm-hmm. whereas the other side is pretending it's always been that way. Like, and why right. don't you know that? You must be a bigot. It's like, right. well, it hasn't always meant How, that. This is new. It yeah. used to mean a series of phenotypes and genotypes that we all <laughs> right. accepted. And now they're going, well, we want to change it. But they're not saying we want to change it. They're saying, it's always been this way. And if you don't know that, you're a piece of shit. Yes. And you're morally bad and wrong. And the other side is going, these people don't even know what a fucking woman is. It's like, you're both missing <laughs> both idiots. the point. One is just, we're proposing that language should change on purpose this time. Interesting. And uh, you either want to or you don't. Right. One of them right? is saying so, it's a moral, it's, they're it's turning not a moral, into it's a, a semantic moral issue. issue. Yeah, it's, it's a, a semantic issue. And what we're arguing about <laughs> it as though it's, you're you're speaking past each other because you're using the same word in different contexts and you're not acknowledging that the other person is using it in a totally different context. They're suggesting, hey, we have this word, woman. I acknowledge that it meant this for, since the dawn of fucking time. <laughs> I now propose that we add this, this, and this. Yeah, transgender cool? people. If someone said that to you, wouldn't you be like, oh, that's pretty reasonable. Like, I, I can now yeah. talk to you about this. Yeah. No one says that. They just go, women have dicks. And you kind of go, well, but, but, you're not acknowledging that you're changing the definition of the word we all used to know and now mean you're you're changing it. Just women say you're changing it. Have it's fine. Dicks. And then they go like and the other side goes, Women don't have dicks. It goes, like, can we def- remember debate class? Can we yeah. define terms before yeah, we debate? I know. It's and not then, even happening. Wouldn't it be easier if we all were like 
language. It's just we're just talking it's, about language. It's idiocracy. It's come to life. Have you seen that movie? Idioc- yeah. It's probably Mike Judge. Jesus fucking Christ! It's so brilliant. But think about that. Like think about how no one has said that on either I know. side. No one has said like, "Hey guys, here's a new word." I accept this change of language convention, yeah. or I don't. <laughs> That's all it is. That's the argument. Do I accept this new definition of this word that we've always had? Yeah. And these other words. And why should we change it? Is that given? Should we change it? Is it a good thing to do? Is it it a desirable thing to do? Right. Does it matter? And then have the debate because then that debate would make sense. (sighs) You're dealing with. So that's my cancellation speech. You're dealing with. uh, You shouldn't be. I'll see you in the funny papers. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't (laughs) be canceled for having a a logical opinion. Notice I didn't. I didn't share what I think about that debate. I just shared. How I think the debate should be conducted. We did not, and nobody judged you. And you don't get to know how I think about it because none of your fucking business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What I think is nuanced and takes a long time to say, and this is a podcast that's entertainment. Yeah. So if you want to know my opinion, you can go right to hell. Get in a get a bridge and make it. You don't it. get to know everything. What did she say? Get, get a bridge and get over it. Get over it. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's the same. Everyone, everyone's the same. Different strokes, and everyone's the same. Everyone's the same. Everyone's the same. Matt Bronger said that one. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Nick. Yeah, and you just uh, such a delight. She's like, Please. that's enough out of you. Let's no, wrap it up. I, I, this is longer than I normally go. <laughs> oh, this is sorry. probably the longest where my mom's at because I had so much fun with you. Just edit me down. It's fine. No, I, you're brilliant. Thank God. I, I'm so happy you came to Austin and, and that you did our show. You did Dr. Drew and I love you. I'm, we're going to hang out. We're gonna, I'm ready. We're going to be yeah. bros forever. Hi, mommy. Thanks, bros. James. Oh. I was going to do that, you know. Mommy. I was gonna because my dad's name is Gene, so I was gonna oh, do right. hi, mommy, thanks, Gene, and have them go like, "What are you talking about?" Hi, <laughs> mommy, thanks, Gene. <laughs> I didn't do it. I chickened out. Gene, some, maybe that's a new piece of merch we can. I'll send it to you. We I'll can do it. co-make the merch with Kiss. They'd be like, "Why are you? What are you doing? Stop it! Stop saying <laughs> these things." Oh, I love you so much. Hey, I love you guys. And um, yeah, I'm glad you love me back now. I've loved you for like five years now in the shadows. <laughs> In my car, on my bed. But I'm telling you, game recognized game. I, I feel like you, you meet someone and you're like, oh, I, I know this kid's like, you're down. Like you're, no, you're one of us. You're, yeah, yeah you 100%. I can meet people. That's why like, I've listened to you guys so cool. long. Because I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, these people are like my people. I get it. Yeah, I think I felt that way with Rob Eiler too. We met him. I was like, and Jamie. I can't wait to meet him. He's, oh, yeah. you're going to love him. He's so cool. He and I probably have a lot in common in terms of our, because like we have this weird little corner of Hollywood that we had to deal with. Yeah, and he was on a much bigger show than I mean, like zillions of times bigger than me. So and young too. His story and much younger. Yeah. So he must have some stories. Oh, you're gonna love him. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you guys for listening. I want you to subscribe to the show so that every time an episode drops, it just ends up there and on the poop tube. And uh, yeah, come see me live. And um, until next time, stay cool. Yeah. Mom, and I can't plug anything because uh, we're not going by the real name. Secrets. So just go. So Nick, many secrets. Nick T. Simmons is on Instagram. I'll post it someday. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, jump in. no. All right, listen to Nick T. Simmons. No, 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 no. on Instagram. Don't, just don't. It's not. Don't don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, mommies. <laughs> where my mom's? Where my mom's? Where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's? Where my mom's? Where my mom's?